You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Coming to you from Magnified Studios, Magnified Pod presents Pods from the Penalty Box, the nostalgic sampling of skate punk albums from the 90s Christian alternative scene. Join us in the pit. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And this is our podcast. And John, what do you know what uh do you know which podcast uh this is? I think we're we're keeping it 100 uh, this episode. We're keeping it 100 over here? I think so. This is the 100, baby. <laughs> 100 air horns. <laughs> That's right. This is our 100th episode. Woo! The streets are chanting, Hundo, Hundo. Hundo. RPG, RPG. <laughs> we've been it's so wild to me that we've been doing this for 100 episodes and as of recording this we're recording this on the 17th tomorrow is our three-year anniversary i don't think we could have timed it yeah like that if we tried no we're we're gonna have a a, a three-year anniversary specific episode coming up at some point to mark that occasion. Yes. But uh, to have both of these, I mean, that's how many hours of us uh, out there are there? I mean, many I hundred. I mean, we just released a three-hour and 40-minute yeah. episode alone. Several several hundred hours of us, weeks worth of us at a time. A few, just a few hours. Um. Yeah, man, that's a big deal. That's 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 some years and that's some episodes. It is, and it's some friends and yeah. some bros. Just a couple bros. Ooh, I got myself a cocktail here. What do you, you got, got over there? You got I one got, of those. You got those weird beers. I have the weirdest of beers to celebrate our hundo. Uh, I showed this to you, but this you is did. another pipe pipeworks beer. It's called Spicy Spitting Seeds. It's a Gosa style ale with watermelon juice, key lime juice, chili peppers, and sea salt. Hell yeah. That is the most John Potter beer. Oh, it's doing the trick. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I've got one of my Andrew old fashions. Nice. And it's delicious. I have a, 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 a bevy of beverages as, I I've, like as, as I've had in the past. I On do have, I don't know, John, if you. If you recognize this little bad boy. Oh, wow. You still got that? <laughs> yes, I do. It's a I've, special treat. It is a special treat. Yeah, we've I've had this since sometime last year. This is the the, the Pappy Van Winkle mm-hmm. from our boy Jason. That's right. He sent us some very nice whiskey that I've been saving for a special occasion. Hmm. Uh, the time that we had him on the pod when he sent this to us and i also had some uh the day uh biden was announced nice the winner 
uh, and I haven't had any had any since then. So I'm I'm truly using this for to mark special occasions. Yeah. And in contrast uh, to our personalities, I believe I finished it in one night uh, <laughs> when he got it for us. So, <laughs> but it was delicious. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I've just been trying to, you know, space it out, have a have Smart. a just a little tiny dram every once in a while. I'm not good at delayed gratification. No, it's. I mean, I, I I'm usually not, um, but wanting to. Uh, recognize the special gift and that I'll probably never have any of it again. <laughs> yeah. Because... I remember being like, I don't think I've had this before. And he's like, you haven't. That's <laughs> <was> like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we have a, we're not talking, we're not talking any goatee hook today. Mm-hmm. We are, we're t- talking about ourselves. Yeah. This episode, we're going down memory lane. We're mm. doing a little celebration. We got some voicemails, um, but we got a game. I got a game for mm. you, John. A hundred yeah. episodes special game. All right. We got a clip show. We like got a when, little clip uh, show. Like a, the Simpsons or one of those shows would have several seasons under their belt, and they're like, I don't know. We got to throw a clip show together for this one. <laughs> yeah, John. Before we get too far into the episode you know recently we did our whole nickelodeon uh themed week where we did the the brackets and we talked about this on the previous episode that doug won Mm -hmm. the whole the whole thing yes and you know doug himself (laughs) was pretty surprised by this yeah. and he uh and he has something to say well how about that do you hear that pork chop we won what <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> it's all a sham fake news <laughs> uh we wanted to celebrate the moment with a message from doug and thanks to our listeners uh over these three years well that's a pretty amazing thing that's good you got you got all these people listening to you um so I congratulate you, and Porkchop congratulates you. And I don't congratulate anybody except myself. <laughs> Fake news! <laughs> oh, that, man. of course, uh, is Billy West. Yes, we, we um, talked about him last week, and uh, now he's <laughs> on the pod. We got him on the pod. <laughs> well, we, we got Billy West through Cameo. Yeah, but we, um, we heard he was a big fan though. Yeah, he's a big he's a big Magpod fan. Loves Goaty Hook. Yeah. Uh, you know, John, we discussed after we heard this, uh, that we were like, when hearing Roger Klotz say fake news, we 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 pretty much decided that it was canon that Roger is a Trump supporter because it 100%. makes it makes the most sense in the world. Yeah, any because it's like any news that he doesn't like is automatically fake. So it's <laughs> right. like, you know, Doug wins. It's like, yeah, of course, Roger's going to be like, it's all a sham. It's fake news. Yeah. The liberal media. <laughs> um, yeah, we've had a lot Funny. of uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of very special uh, appearances on the show over these years. But I feel like Roger Klotz appearing on the pod to say <laughs> fake news is one of the highlights 
to be sure. Exactly. Um, thank you, Billy West. I uh, love having Doug and Porkchop uh, weigh in on our hundredth episode. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Billy. Um, you know, hearing hearing Billy West uh, <laughs> say our names, <laughs> say our names, and mention our podcast. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of surreal. So. Um, but also seeing the man himself do the do the voice, it's always kind of like a what's happening in my brain. This is this is <laughs> totally. very bizarre. Yes, fully agree. Uh, but I think what we need to do, John, is bust open our two pound bag of high chews. <laughs> yes, from Patreon Punk Caleb. Yes, Thank they you, are. Caleb. Yes, intensely. No, sorry. Immensely fruity, intensely chewy candy. Mm. We got mango, we got grape, green apple, and strawberry. Now, he sent these to us because in his neck of the woods, the Pacific Northwest, supposedly these are a popular alternative to Starburst. Mm. Um, so we'll have to check this out. I don't know. We're doing... Let's do a live a live ranking of these four here. What, what should we start with? Uh, let's see. I'm going to grab... So I got mango, strawberry, grape, and green apple. All right. Should we... Uh, what do you want to start with? I know you're a grape daddy. You want to start with grape? I am a grape daddy. I got my eyes on that one. Yeah, All let's right. do it. Let's go grape daddy here. Um, so it's like a... A white shellac covering a a purple. Filling. Yeah, I did a little that is research. A, that is a Concord grape, intense aroma. It's true. Yeah, I'm here for it. I did a little research, and they say that it's like a combination of chewing gum and sort of a starbursty candy. So yeah, I was gonna say this immediately tastes like I'm chewing a piece of gum. Wow. Oh man, it has that like bubble yum grape, mm -hmm. like hubba bubba, yeah, intense it, grape gum taste. Yeah, and it and it has that like <laughs> the best way I can describe it is like when you chew it, it chews back. <laughs> yeah, isn't that from like a commercial or something? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like a gum, like it, like it's not going anywhere. And you. Stop chewing it. I mean, I guess you could keep chewing it. I don't know what the goal is here. What's the bag the goal says, here, chew? <laughs> what are your intentions for my mouth? Um, Haichu was developed in Japan in 1975 with the goal, there you go, of providing a candy that offered long-lasting real fruit flavors and a one-of-a-kind, unique, chewy texture. I think they nailed it. Yeah, it was very unique. Yeah, that was I weird. Like a, a candy that you can eat and swallow that is right. reminiscent of gum but doesn't lose the flavor like right. you sort of expect it to. yeah it kind of confuses my brain having it was said a, that it was a tasty. it was a very confusing first experience <laughs> but really I've, tasty that's yeah that was a good grape that was not like a uh halfway grape that was full full yeah, on want to go uh strawberry let's do it okay. some straws See what you got. Give this guy a sniff. Well, that also smells good. Hmm. Oh, that's good too. 
I'll say this that it it tastes more like strawberry than Starburst tastes like strawberry. True. Yeah, I don't know about the Starburst comparison. These seem like an entirely different experience. These are a very divergent candy from because this is this isn't like a taffy experience. Mm-mm. It really feels like a big thick piece of chewing gum, like bubble yum or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Strawberry tasty, not as tasty as grape, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it doesn't have as much of a, a it doesn't have much of a, as much of a punch as the yeah. grape does. No. So we got mango and green apple, John. What do you want to go with? You want to leave mango for last? Because I have the highest yeah. hopes for mango. All right. Yeah. Let's do green apple guy. This, yeah, this this has that that Jolly Rancher style yep. aroma of green apple. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Were you a um a green apple Jolly Rancher fan? Or a green apple sure. candy fan? Yeah. Have we talked about that? I don't know if we have. I don't know if, if we talked about uh, Jolly Rancher flavor preferences. I can't remember if we talked ranchers on the pod. Um, yeah, I like green apple. This reminds me of Halloween. Like, not like seeking out green apple flavored yeah. things necessarily, but in right. your trick or treat bag, you get a bunch of like green apple, you know, suckers or whatever. I was going to say sucker. This has a sucker. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I like it. I don't know if it's if it beats grape. I'm grape daddy, but I think it beats strawberry for me. Yes, I'm I'm on board with that. Grape, All right. strawberry, apple. Ooh, see mango. This mango aroma, bro. Show me mango. You can't handle the mango. Very strong mango smell. Hmm. Not sure. Not um, sure about this one. This is a miss. Yeah, I don't like this one. <laughs> There's something happening. This is my least favorite, for sure. Are you getting tuna? <laughs> Does this taste like tuna to you? That wasn't my <laughs> initial thought. Maybe I got to kick it around on the palate. I guess I could see that, though, like kind of on the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not their strongest showing. No. Huh. This is extremely disappointing. Sorry, man. I thought I thought this was for sure. After the Roma, you're like, oh, this is a that's a weird aftertaste. So here's the, here's no here's the weird thing. The aroma is good. the The entire chewing experience not great. The aftertaste yeah. is the most mango flavor. Ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like. It was a weird. Like, I swear to, I swear, there were points where I'm like, "This tastes like fish." Uh, that's not what you want. That is not what you want from a, a intensely chewy, fruity mango candy. Yeah. Um, I think I think we need to declare um, grape the official high chew flavor of Magpie uh, Nation. Grape daddies unite. Grape daddies all around, bro. <laughs> this is the summer of of grape enjoyment for me so this is this is great a great win bro when you're when you're here we are going to my local dq hell yeah we're getting ourselves some some grape some concord grape mm. uh get that mr misty slush that you get the misty freeze where they mix it with the ice cream Ooh. yeah i got i gotta go I'm, I'm all about that slush that 
the first time I had one of those, when I texted you and I was like, you know, God, I'm getting that, that grape slush. I got the most intense brain freeze. <laughs> yeah. I thought my brain was going to explode. I'm like, I've never been this more uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> like, it was I'm just like, the grape goodness taking effect. I, I just was like so excited. And, and I'm like, this is, <laughs> I don't know the physiological uh, pathways by which this drinking something cold causes this sort of sensation. Yeah, it's like what's actually happening, but it it was not it was not comfy, bro. I was not fucking comfy, bro. Sorry, but after that, it was good, right? Absolutely, yeah. I I slowed my roll. I I, I calmed down. I was like, <laughs> you were too excited. I was not chugging it, and yeah. Um. Well, a fascinating Thank you, experience. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, folks, weigh in with your high chew takes. We're both uh, grape daddies. I would say I would say the grape and the apple really punch you with some some solid flavor strawberry a little less mango way less yeah don't want that tuna no tuna notes in my no i'm um this is a problem and i don't know if my mouth is broken <laughs> what's going on i never would have guessed tuna but you're you're not wrong i'm gonna get <laughs> another another grape here just to enjoy good call um so john we um we have some voicemails, um, but I think before we get to voicemails, we need to we need to celebrate a hundred mm-hmm. with a special a special song. And we do have a song from a listener that we're going to be listening to shortly. Mm-hmm. Good tease. But when it comes to a hundred. Um... <laughs> Get ready to learn, get ready to learn. Come to 100 and dance to the groove. Are you ready? Yeah. Do the windmills. One, two, three, four, You're watching Spider-Man. five, six, <laughs> Do seven, eight, nine, ten. And now, cross your elbows to your knees. Spider-Man's <laughs> yeah um so this is called uh superhero sing-alongs on youtube uh and spider-man is uh dancing and counting to a hundred on a night uh, a, a night sky rooftop yes you uh, know yeah, my four-year-old is really into counting to 100 these days, and really into Spider-Man. So this might just make its way into my life <laughs> after this episode. Um, yeah, I like to think he's counting to 100 because he's, you know, we're going viral and the streets are all counting to a hundo. Yeah, in celebration of us. We are not going to listen to Spider-Man <laughs> count to 100 for almost Bummer. four minutes. No, you can do that on your own time. <laughs> But uh, I I felt like if there's something that was appropriate that was sort of in our <laughs> that was good the ballpark of of Magpod Nash it is yeah. uh, superheroes um with questionable bulges singing to children <laughs> about numbers hashtag questionable bulge <laughs> for your favorite 100 singing video yeah so yeah find us on Instagram at hashtag questionable bulge. Uh-huh. And tell us what your favorite questionable bulge is. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. 
you know, <laughs> should we listen to some some voicemails here, John? I think we should. We have some voicemails uh, from some well-wishers for our 100th episode. Here's one of our absolute favorite people that we've had on the pod and just one of our favorite people ever. Magnified pod. You guys, man, you guys really make times interesting. I'm so grateful that you guys keep this going, especially during COVID. It's been a great joy to watch all the things you've got going on, hear all the interviews, back in the day bands. John and Andrew, you guys are awesome. By the way, this is Leonore from Five Iron Frenzy, and I want to say thank you and congratulations on keeping it going. All right. Love you guys. We love you too, Leonore. You. Uh, thank you. What a great... I mean, crushing it. That's that's how you do it, people. It is right. It was sincere. It was succinct. She said who she was. There's no confusion. It was touching. <laughs> I love Leonore. Dearly. I love Leonore. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's she's all class. She's that's right. She's absolute, a professional, people. She's a professional. You can you guys learn from her, okay? <laughs> You're embarrassing yourselves. Danny stairs, take notes. Um, speaking of Fiverr and Frenzy. Hey guys, Scott Kerr. Just wanted to say congratulations on 100 episodes. Uh, it's pretty remarkable, mostly because I can't think of a single person that I'd want to spend that much time talking to. Uh, so that's a testament to your friendship, I guess. Uh, in all seriousness, um, I really like what you guys do. Um, really appreciate the uh, community you've cultivated and uh, for making me part of it. Um, hope you uh, have another hundred episodes and um, yeah, Magpod for life. Yes. Oh yeah. Thank you, Scott. Our dude, Scott. And the best um, dude. today, as of as of recording this, it's mm. Scott's birthday. Hey. So happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to our boy Scott. Um, I also feel I, I really fortunate. I would talk fortunate. to him for a hundred episodes if you wanted <laughs> for sure you know that's one of the things that i scott is one of our in addition to reese and uh and your wife hmm. you know one of our more recurring guests we had indeed scott on what three times i, I think, think so yeah <laughs> sounds right at least so yeah and just another wonderful dude and really grateful that uh, all the, that he had contributed um, to to the conversations that we had, and um, just being able to be a part of everything that was going on with Five Iron last year. It just felt I just felt super fortunate to be able to talk with him and get to know him, and, and also, of course, Leonore and Reese and yeah, absolutely, Andy and Micah and. And you know all the five iron folks that we um, we were able to have on the pod. For sure, they're the best. Another member, five iron frenzy, mm. a member of the uh, three timers club. Mm. Got Reese Roper. Hey, uh, it's Reese Roper. And I just wanted to say thanks to Andrew and John for all that they do. It's really cool that they're completing this milestone. And I love 
Magnified Pod. I just wanted to say thanks, and thanks for being my friend. Bye. Wow. Surprisingly sincere Yeah. Uh, message from Reese. Thanks, thanks Reese. Uh, also part of the Rock Candy Podcast Network. Yes, indeed. Um, we appreciate Slide. you. Sliding in that milestone reference there. There you go. <laughs> uh, also, one of one of our other favorite uh, people that we've heard from numerous times on this pod. Mm. Hey, everybody! It's Greg Taint here, inventor of Baby Pizza, <laughs> and uh, just calling to give a really big shout out to my good friends John and his pal Freddie. Thanks so much for your podcast, Magnified Pod. Wonderful. I love listening to it. It's great. Just heartwarming stories. Congratulations, guys, on your 100,000th episode. Really great. All right. Great thing. Peace out, brothers. <laughs> As Thank you, you know, uh, we are Freddie and John of yes. Magnified Pod. Yeah, that's right. Um, I feel like we need to. I feel like we we should have celebrated this episode with a baby pizza. Yeah, maybe for our hundred thousandth. Uh, <laughs> That's true. our actual hundred thousandth. We'll get one ready. It does feel like uh, there's a hundred thousand hours are out there of us. Um, accurate. <laughs> I still want some clarity on baby pizza, whether it's a pizza that is really really small, <laughs> or if it's a pizza with baby toppings <laughs> or if it's like actual s- sliced baby. It's hard to say. I kind of enjoy the mysteries of Greg Taint and uh, letting them I love, continue to be mysteries. Uh, I love, I love that book series, the mysteries yeah. of Greg Taint. I think that was a Nickelodeon show too that we missed. <laughs> the mixed up files of Greg Taint. The mystery files of Greg Taint. Inventor of baby pizza. Uh, um, thank you, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Give Reese our best. Yeah, we got a we got a variety of special messages here. Mm. Hey, everybody! This is the Papa Chus Muhammad Ali calling for you, <laughs> and I'm just calling to say happy 100th episode of the Magnified Podcast, and happy day. Wow, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Calling from beyond the grave <laughs> to which yeah, us a hundred I mean, episodes. Float like a butterfly, mm. stinging from beyond the grave. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. I mean, I'm yeah, a this is uh, Paul uh, Hamburger Rocket, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to call in for you guys because it's your hundredth episode. And boy, is there a big one coming. Okay, happy 100, and have it rocking. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Paul Hamburger Rocket. Thank you, Paul Hamburger Rocket. We this will is... have a rocket. Yeah, <laughs> get him on the pod. <laughs> uh, we got uh, got some more. Hey, guys, this is Bob Negligee from the band Poppy Pants, Poopy Pants. Say out of... California every year, and I just wanted to tell you guys, happy 100th episode, 
because you're my favorite episode, and I wanted you to know that. Okay. Happy 100 episode. Goodbye. Wow. Bob Thank Negligee. you. Thank you, Bob Negligee. He's all poopy, kind of Papa's pants, poopy pants. Can't forget Papa's pants, poopy pants. Legends in the sky scene. Um, <laughs> yes, From these all Toyota, California. California. These all kind of turn into Cosby by the end of the messages. Okay. Uh, Put the pants on the poop, then the pants on the got the pose on the dog. That's good. Uh, any more from this uh, series of <laughs> we do. Yeah. calls? Hey guys, it's Andy. You're calling to give you a happy 100 episode message. Happy 100 episode. Hugs and kisses for days. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was our dude, Andy Verdecchio. Yes. Crushing it. Five Iron Frenzy drummer. Yep. Uh, bro. Um, friend of the pod. Absolutely. And friend. Coolest dude uh, around. Coolest dude. Uh, I am very grateful for, for him. I've been able to, you know, over the last year or so, just have the occasional random chat with Andy and he's just, he's just a delight. Uh, um, yeah. just so, just so thankful for him and, and his, uh, his honesty and his uh, his his silliness, you know, his ability, which is sort of like our vibe. Like the, we have an ability to just be like completely silly, but then also completely sincere. And so that's something that I love about that dude. Absolutely, best uh, dude. Yes, um, and good friend, of course, to Bob Negligee, yeah. Paul Hamburger Rocket, and, and Muhammad Ali. So <laughs> yes. I'm glad he was able to get them. Yeah, do you think well. he can? Uh, do you think Andy can get us into a Papa's Pants Pooby Pants show? <laughs> Man, we got it. We got to talk about season four. <laughs> Might be a <laughs> Papa's yeah, pop, Pants pop, Poopy Papa's pod. Papa's Pod Pooby Pod. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh man! All right, good stuff. G- good stuff. We uh, we appreciate. Oh, um, somebody who we just slipped away mm. this season. We were hoping mm. we could lock down. Uh, but we got a little, got little a little, something. little something from our from our boy John Warren. Hey, uh, Magnified Pod Nation! This is John from Ace Troubleshooter uh, saying hi uh, to all my pink punks, uh, and also to Andrew and John. Thanks for uh, thanks for covering Ace in those episodes. That was really fun to listen to. Both kind of uh, equal parts. Cringeworthy and flattering. So, uh, yeah, just really, really enjoyable. Um, mostly enjoyable. So, <laughs> um, yeah, thanks again, guys. Uh, Magpod for life. Yes. John you, Warren sliding in a Magpod for life. Hell yeah. Thanks, oh, man. man. Thanks, bud. That means yeah. a lot. Uh, we're sorry for any <laughs> hurtful words. <laughs> know yeah. that we, we love you so much and we love your music so much. Yes. The, uh, I'm, yeah, I, <laughs> I do feel bad at times about the, you know, maybe we went a little too hard on uh, on our boy. Yeah, John didn't need to bear the brunt of the entire sort of generation of punk songs. We just happened to use some A songs as a, you know, 
as a reference point for a lot of problematic things of that era. But yeah, I mean, I, I had so much fun doing these episodes. I love Ace so much. Yeah. So great getting to know John a little bit. So yes. anytime he actually wants to come on, he's a hundred percent welcome. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, just in going through those Ace records, uh, again, some of those for the first time in a long time, uh, it was just such a, it was such a pleasure. And it, they are some of those records in my mind, some of the records that we've covered this season that uh, hold up the most, not just musically, but I think as we talked about John's, the strength of his lyrics yeah. kind of put him ahead of so many of his peers. So. Absolutely. At the, the debut record, after covering it still stands as a real favorite of mine and madness of the crowds was the real revelation for me. I, I love that record and it was super fun to kind of discover that for the yep. first time. So yep. thanks, John. Thank you. And so speaking of bros and people we've had on the pod as guests, throwback season one, our boy, Jared Scott. Hmm. Hey dummies. Happy 100 episodes of you rambling about boring stuff that only like you two and maybe three other people care about. Uh, that includes dumb things like having me around to talk. Thanks for that. Uh, you should probably do it more because I always have really good stuff to say, you know, because I'm smart and funny. And right now I'm looking at some seven inches. Um, so don't worry about it. Maybe we could talk about that on an episode coming up. You know, I can ramble real good. But you guys, keep up the rambling. Keep up the being rad. Ramble, rad. Wait, am I rambling? Oh, man, now you guys have rubbed off on me. Okay, I got to go. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, uh, I would have Jared yeah, back man. on the pod. You got to get, he- get Jared Scott back. Quebec back. Scott back. That's right. Scott Bakula. Bakula um, back. Um, you know, Jared was actually one of the, I mean, we've done a lot of interviews, but I, I feel like Jared was one of the easiest so interview, <laughs> interviews we've ever done because he was joking about, you know, his uh, rambling and whatever, but he, he was so easy to talk to because he would like have great answers he had great stories like it just felt like a very effortless yeah interview man. and as as a when that was first season you know getting our getting getting our beaks wet so to speak mm-hmm. it was nice to have somebody who was you know can talk definitely he you know another in a line of uh thoughtful folks yes who are good-hearted and also really funny and fun and down to just be silly so yeah solid dude another throwback to season one yeah got our boy brian buchelt aka bremerton bry aka not from bremerton but (laughs) we still like to call him bremerton bry uh so brian actually uh recorded a little video for us so you know being in step with you know being a 
filmmaker and everything. It makes sense that he would send us a little video. So, Hey, what's up, Andrew and John? I just uh, wanted to send you guys a quick shout out and uh, congratulate you on 100 episodes. Uh, it was a privilege to get to be a part of the show, I think relatively early on. And um, just talk about a, uh, a period of music and culture that really affected my life. Uh, and some of my, my best memories are part of that. So uh, just getting to talk through that with you guys was, was awesome. And uh, have you guys out to the hangar, mm -hmm. share my other love, which is aviation, obviously. And uh, yeah, and then and talk about how I, I've got to kind of become a part of that world uh, post fandom. So anyway, I uh, love what you guys are doing. Again, it was a privilege to be included. And I'm proud of you guys on 100 episodes. Oh. So uh, I guess, as I say, to, to 100 more. All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks, man. What a, what good, a good dude. dude. What a yeah. good dude. That, that time where we got to go out to that hangar and yeah. record that episode with him was truly a wild experience. It was so cool. It was so cool. Got to sit in. I posted, you know, I posted those pictures from... You know, some of those throwback memories from when you and I used to be together <laughs> and yeah. you know, sitting, sitting in airplanes together, sitting in airplanes and <laughs> doing a, an interview uh, on the top of a table made out of like an airplane engine. Yeah. I, th I think that's what that was. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, it's so yeah. funny that like I remember us getting into that plane and being like, I didn't think doing the podcast would get us to a moment <laughs> like this, but uh, we were so glad to hang out with Brian that night. I loved that conversation. And yeah, he just, he's right. It was very early on and he's such a good dude. I'm glad uh, to hear from him and uh, hope to talk to him again sometime. Yeah, man. I I'd, I'd love to be able to run into that, run into that dude again. He's, you know, just people like people that, you know, are, were fans first, you know, people like, Jason and Brian Bouchelt and, and Jared Scott. These people are just like some of the nicest people yeah. that that we've met because of, of the pod. And I I just think that that says a lot about this particular community of people. And um yeah, so hope to hope to get to hang out with these these dudes again at a show. Ooh, yeah. We'd love yeah. to do that. <laughs> for sure you know, music remember, mm. remember it's, coming that. it's coming it soon. Is, it is coming back should we go to go to some listeners some listener responses i think so to our to our 100th episode uh gotta go with our boy who's been around since the very beginning andrew and john it's such an honor to be celebrating your 100th episode with you lads <laughs> Wait, hey, oh, oh, sorry, guys. Billy Boyd had to go. I uh, tried to get a full thing from him, but I guess my check bounced or something. Um, so I'm just going to give the rest of this to you. Um, I've been thinking about how to commemorate your 100th episode and just kind of reflecting back on these. What's it been? Almost three years now? Um, I can't remember, but it, it feels to me really like you guys have been you know, part of my life forever. Cause, uh, you guys have been there through a lot of things. Um, and it's, you know, it's not an exaggeration when I say that, um, you know, you guys have been an important part of who I've become. Um, 
you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that without Magpod, I wouldn't ever have become who I am or, you know, gone through these things, but you guys helped me to do it and, and do it in a way that was healthier than it might've been had I kind of struggled through some of these, uh, things on my own. Um, you know, I, I've, I've had a lot of, a lot of changes in my views on things, uh, I've deconstructed from evangelicalism, and I feel like you guys were there along with me on that ride, and you guys were open and honest about things that you struggled with and things that you thought, and and you weren't afraid to to share those things, and I've always appreciated that, and it's it's been a huge influence on me, um, just everything, and also, you know, hand in hand with that, though, the looking at these things that we loved when we were in a different place and how, you know, how, how we can still love those things, even though they are somewhat problematic at points, um, has been comforting as well to me as I go through this. So I, I wanted to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, um, for everything you've done to put this community together, um, and build this space, uh, where, these things could be shared and experienced with this community. So I, I, I truly appreciate and love that. Um, it's crazy to think that I sat down to listen to some podcast about my favorite band and everything that's grown out of that mm-hmm. um, obviously was unanticipated. I thought, you know, this would be cool. You know, I'll hear some, some takes on the music, maybe some some facts I don't know, and I have learned a lot. Um, less about MXPX because you know, <laughs> back then you guys and your facts were, you know, a little, a little uh, gray area for you. But um, no, but but I I have learned a lot about music, about life, um, about all kinds of things from you guys, and and I can't I can't thank you enough. Uh, you guys are two of the greatest guys, um, and, you know, and I, it, it's been a, an honor to, to, to be able to call you guys my friends, um, and, and just to meet you in person and hang out and just see that, you know, you're not just, you know, so many people seem kind of fake, uh, but you guys are, you know, the same people here on your show as you are in person and you're authentic and real, um, just two of the best dudes out there Andrew obviously you know I love you man you're you're like a fucking brother um you know a little teary-eyed sorry about that um but Andrew you Me know too, you're, man. you're one of my best friends um you know I talk to you almost daily you know it's some kind of check-in and um you've just become such an important person to me and um without this podcast I probably never would have met you so um, I want to thank you for that and, and making yourself available and just uh, for being a good friend, um, uh, you know, just an all-around amazing dude. John, I know we don't talk as much. Like, you love your family more than you love me for some weird reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know you're in a different place, um, but I, you're one of my favorite uh, social media follows. Uh, you... And things you've shared have helped me to better understand a lot of issues that I was ignorant on. Um, you know, some of the, you know, I came into this three years ago. I was, a, you know, probably a left-leaning libertarian. 
Um, you know, I had a lot of views that uh, even, you know, looking back now, I'm like, ugh. You know, but following you and, and you know, the stuff that your wife has shared and, and just that has really helped me to understand better. Some, some of the stuff was not like things I didn't think about, but they were, you, you helped me to understand and, and to articulate better and to be able to do a better job of sharing that with my friends and family. Um, and, and it's just a pleasure to see everything you do. You're, you, I love your family and your, your new puppy. Uh, so you're a great follow. I love it. Um, and like I said before, just genuine, um, all around great guy. Uh, so I just want to thank you guys for coming up with this crazy idea and keeping with it. And, you know, it's been a wild ride and I look forward to seeing, you know, the next hundred episodes and, and everything you do and, and where this thing goes. And I will be here when I say magpie for life. It's, a, it's not just a catchy slogan that you told me I had to say when I called it is, you know, it's magpie for life. Um, you know, through it all, I'll be there. Even if, even when you do bands I don't like and <laughs> genres I don't like, I'm I'm gonna be there because I don't really listen for the music part. I mean that stuff's fine, and sometimes I do learn about bands that are good that I overlooked because they weren't on my list of four bands I'm allowed to listen to. <laughs> um, but I you know I listen for you guys and and what you guys bring to the table and. You know, it's it's just it's something special, at least to me. And so, um, you know, congratulations on getting to 100 episodes, guys. Um, love you guys, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, and of course, Magpod for life. Oh, and one more. Y'all still blow. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Oh, man. Thank you, buddy. Um, uh, I... Yeah was very emotional yeah man me too. Uh, listen, listening to that um yeah uh thank you danny um thank you dan you know will be you know will be sincere here for a second um you know thank you for being here pretty much since the very beginning yeah um for sticking with us um and for wanting to hang out with us and joking with us and getting real with us and um i mean i just like the relationships that that have formed um over these past hundred episodes like you're right dan like who would have known like we never thought anybody would even listen or let alone care Mm -hmm. uh but the the relationships in the community that have come out of this like i'm just so immensely uh grateful um to call you one of my best friends and to have you as uh our first ever patreon punk our first ever voicemail Mm -hmm. um <laughs> typically our first ever our first social media like every time yeah. we post something first you know, a lot of things yeah it, and it's we we have felt the love from you and you know for a lot of people you know they probably see um us giving each other shit on the socials and everything but there is there's a whole lot of love here yeah man and 
um, and it's all very much reciprocated. Um, so thank you. Um, you're very, you're very loved here and appreciated. And we're so grateful to have you be a part of this. hundred percent. Thanks, Dan. It's getting, uh, it's getting pretty, uh, feely in here. I know and those, it's getting, those feels are flowing, getting, getting very misty over here. Let's go to got Mickey. Hey friends, it's Mickey. Uh, long time, no voicemail. I'm too busy tweeting daddy on fucking Mondays. I'm, I'm a big mad about that guys, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways. So you requested favorite moments for your hundredth episode. And while I failed to give you a specific favorite moment, uh, I did, I do have something that I just absolutely love about the podcast that I think is worth, is worth bringing up on this momentous occasion. And I mean, besides everything about it, but <laughs> I, I think that the MagPod community that you two have created is just one of the most brilliant things to exist. And I am so happy to be a part of this and get to, you know, have, have these people, I, I get to call them my friends, you know, like you guys have, have created this awesome environment for people to be able to talk about things and, and, you know, create these friendships and relationships with each other and just, I think that's so rad how you guys have facilitated that and it's become such a big part of my life. Like <laughs> as as weird and sappy as that sounds, I mean it. And I just am so thankful for you guys for you know wanting to be involved with your listeners and and just creating such an awesome place for all of us to to get together and just have fun like everybody here in in this magnified pod community is just awesome and i could go on and on and i can get real sappy and emotional but i i'll leave it at this but i just want you guys to know it's this has become a great community for me and i would have never expected to be here but i'm so happy to be a part of it and so happy to call you two my friends. So happy to call so many other listeners my friends. It's just, it's really rad, and I love it so much. Um, congrats on a hundred episodes, guys. This is, this is so cool, and I'm so happy for you and everything you continue to produce. Like, it's just great. Anyways, Magpie for life. <laughs> I like the singing magpie for life. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Mickey. Thank you, Mickey. You know, the best. when I, um, I met Mickey, I think like in late December or maybe early January of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I think it was by February. Cause I'd mentioned to her that I had this podcast mm -hmm. and you know, by we had about 50 episodes out by then, and she binged the entirety of everything, yeah, in like the brief period of time that we first met, yeah. And I was like, Defeat. I was like, oh no, why? <laughs> because this is the thing, too, that's that I love is that this is not 
a an era or a community of people that Mickey grew up in. She didn't grow up in this uh, the Christian alternative scene. She didn't mm-hmm. grow up seeing these bands, but she now is like watching Project Runway. It's like, oh, is that Brave Saint Saturn? You know, yeah, like yeah. is Girls. becoming familiar with the scene and with the bands and knows all these people and it's like every everybody is welcome to be a part of uh this community even if you weren't going to see goaty hook in Mm -hmm. you know 1997 or whatever yep yep make you coming in with the rare voicemail we we know we appreciate it when uh when you step up and do that, because I know it's not your favorite thing, but we always enjoy them very much, <laughs> as well as your regular uh, live tweeting, listening to the pod on, on Monday and and uh, and everything else you do. So thanks, Mickey. Yes. Um, we got Danny Leary of the uh, sitcom Too Many Dannys. Mm. Hey, guys, it's Danny. So congratulations on 100 episodes. Uh, I would let you know my favorite moments from the show, but I have the attention span of a sparrow, so I'm not really sure. But what I did do is gather some totals, because did you you notice I'm an accountant? So this is actually in an an Excel sheet, and (laughs) we're looking at the canonical magnified pod album episodes so what i'm about to talk about doesn't include patreon discussions it doesn't include like catch-up episodes like transition episodes where you might talk about other little things it does account for poconacha only once since you did that episode twice it accounts for all the side projects like fast feeling and tumble down and everything i I remembered to count the medley from the end is here i'm sure i'm running out of time so i better hurry up every every pant song is separate uh (laughs) so we're looking at 66 albums in 100 episodes of canonical album discussion and that is 943 songs that's (laughs) that's <laughs> i guess that seems incredible oh did i gosh. do this right did i do this wrong i'm not sure <laughs> and 2768 minutes of music for wow. the canonical front of paywall album discussions so lots of caveats with that this is just a rough estimate but congratulations you should just go back and do all 943 episodes. Just go song by song, back through Fiverr and Frenzy, MXPX, <laughs> all the recent bands. Oh, and this is up to Sumo Surprise. This includes Sumo Surprise oh and everything before it, other than the Patreon, other than the transition episodes. So uh, congratulations, happy anniversary. Uh, what's another, congr- uh, uh, happy new year. Oh, and, Mag- <laughs> and MagPod for life yeah thanks danny thank you buddy that Uh, is bananas because do you know what that means john we have discussed over a thousand songs because yeah i was gonna say let's just round up two thousand when you couple all of the songs that we and albums full albums that we've talked about yeah on the patreon yep oh my gosh 
if we, I mean, I'm going to say, obviously it's been over that, but a thousand songs for a hundred episodes. That's pretty good. That sounds pretty good. That's amazing. That I, I'm curious, Danny, how long, how you, what was your process for doing that? Did you like just drop? Like, how did you source them? Did you import them from like a, like you said, it's a spreadsheet. Like, where did you input import the uh, all the songs? He has from? Methods. He, he has, has methods. methods. He has he has ways. This undertaking is not something that my brain would enjoy, but I'm very glad that his did, and uh, that was quite a quite a feat <laughs> that you did there, Danny. Our uh, our second ever guest, Danny. So that's thank true. you for being a buddy from the beginning as well. Yeah, he yeah he was also a very early. Uh, what episode was that? It was like. It was in the first, I don't know, 10 or 12, probably. So we, well, Jason was our first interview. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, MXPX memes. He, yeah, he was uh, between Panic and Secret Weapon. Ooh. It's a good spot. Yeah, it's a great spot. It's a great <laughs> spot to be. Um, so, John, we have a, a very special oh. uh, voicemail. I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've ever had any anything that's uh sort of this uh, otherworldly before. Good evening. This is Guardian from Halo Express. <laughs> On behalf of GT and all we angels, we would like to congratulate Magnified Pod on their 100th episode. Kelly Good, Andrew, John, and all of you faithful listeners and contributors. Here's to the next many hundred. And remember, your guardian angel is only a prayer's breath away. Cheerio. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Guardian, for flying into our closets, being a part of the Halo Express, guiding us in our lives. Um a.k.a. my mom. Uh, <laughs> listeners may or may not remember from our Tyler Huckabee interview that I shared the news that my mom did the voice of Guardian from GT and the Halo Express, which may or may not mean something to you, but uh, that that is Guardian for, for any GT heads out there. Uh, that really took me back, so uh, thanks, Guardian. Thanks, Mom. Ooh. episodes without a little phantom cackler uh cackler because not i really want the phantom cackler um that was beautiful i didn't know where we were going but i should have <laughs> oh that was great uh man cackler for the laughter cackling for the i don't know voicemails it's for the voicemails do 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 that was amazing we got message from one of our newer Patreon punks, Davis. What's going down, Magpod? This is Davis uh, from the Discord, and uh, I'm just really excited. Happy 100 episodes! Woo! Um, but I 
think one of my favorite uh, memories I've had from this pod since I've been watching, and I mean, I'm I'm still relatively new, um, but I think one of my favorite episodes you guys did was when you reviewed on the cover and on the cover two for your MXPX series, and mm-hmm. I think it was Andrew who who uh, was praising 500 miles by the Proclaimers. Correct. Because I agreed with every sentence he said. 500 miles by the Proclaimers, one of the greatest songs of all time. It's a personal childhood jam. And I, it just felt really awesome to be kind of relatable in that sense because I also really love that song. And another thing kind of from that same episode is kind of when you guys were kind of talking about uh, Ricky Valens and the big, bo- uh, not big bopper, uh, Buddy Holly. And I know it was kind of more in a tragic sense, but as someone who really loves those musicians, I love all three of the guys that were involved in the day the music died crash. Um, it just, it was really cool just to kind of hear um people kind of talk about these musicians um i'm a bit nuts because i have researched a lot about um not just the day the music died but about everybody who was in that so it kind of it kind of tickled my musical fancy if you will (laughs) um but uh with the kind of the sumo surprise album um I think one thing that should be mentioned, and I might have mentioned this on the Discord, but if you go into Apple Music and you look up Sumo Surprise, the song Shrinky Dinks is spelled Shrinky Drinks. So, yeah. Um, hope you guys take care. Uh, Magpod for life. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Davis. Uh, yeah, that was me talking think, about the Proclaimers. Both of us were pretty unanimous in our praise of that song. Okay, well, let's let's. Uh, I haven't listened to it recently, but you know, I do remember. Uh, probably, you know, I, I think I probably said that it was a, a perfect pop song. Yes, and I you know, not not dismissing your love of the song. It's uh, also one of my go-to karaoke jams. Yeah, ever since he said that, I have dreamed of us doing a duet karaoke of the song. We're gonna make it happen one day. Oh gosh, it's so it's so good. No, nothing gets a room full of people more pumped than that song because everybody gets to like sing back the da 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 da. Yeah, everybody know. loves it. It's a crowd favorite. I'm getting it, hyped thinking about that. It gets me super hyped every time. My and the the reverb. On that song, on the guitar, it's great. Love yep. it. Love it so much. Glad you like it too, Davis. Yes. Oh man. Um, thank you, everybody, for those voicemails. But yes. John, we 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 have. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I. This is something that I. I do not know what this is this uh okay so brandon kisner uh one of our uh uh, faithful listeners Mm -hmm. so in our recent episode we we were joking about the story of elisha and 
calling down the power of bears because uh-huh. the kid kids made fun of him being bald and right. and uh so he wrote a song a punk song based on that story and he sent the lyrics and he sent the song uh the song is called bald aggression parentheses power of bears <laughs> Perfect. um i have not listened to this so <laughs> as so is brandon from pa um so john are you are you ready this is a <laughs> this looks like it's a full ass song it has lyrics and a chorus and oh man I'm uh, excited. i don't know if he has a bridge in here for you or anything Ooh. but let, let's uh Let's listen to some bald aggression <laughs> parentheses power of bears. Ooh, good start. Hell yeah. What? Holy shit. Holy shit, dude. 
That fucking rule. That was incredible. That was incredible. Unbelievable. Brandon, dude. I cannot believe what we just heard. <laughs> this I'm is, a huge fan of that and of This you. is so this is legitimately, I mean, apart from the uh obvious joking nature of the, the song topic, but it was so fucking clever too. It was great, man. Like, I, you know, I, I, grizzly scene. Yeah. You know, like his hair, the only thing thinner than his hair is his skin. <laughs> That's a good line. You know, it looks like Mr. Clean. He could have had hair like Samson. It's great. It's all so good. Man. The I, melodies are outstanding. I am floored by how good that was. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brandon. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. That, uh... I, I feel like I'm like, uh, I don't know what I expected, but it was not that. <laughs> no, that kicked ass. I, it kicked if so you, much ass. If, so, if I heard so that song... Trim, out of nowhere, if it wasn't made for our podcast, I'd be like, "Ooh, this is good. I got to find out more about this." Yeah, right. Um, so, Brandon, what's your what's your band? Tell yeah, me let your... us know how we can <laughs> plug you more and and support you and hear more songs of yours. Oh my god! Thanks, buddy. Uh, so fucking good. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to uh, uh, post this somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, Power of Bears. Great. Love it. Outstanding. Out. I call upon the bears for our hundredth episode. Oh man. Oh, I can't I can't get over it. It's so good. <laughs> um, can't get over it. Well, season four is gonna be on Brandon. Um yep. so everybody <laughs> start listening now. Yes. Um, is that it? I think I think that's all we I think that's all we got in the uh, in the voicemail departments. Thank man. you. What a great crop of uh, of messages oh, that was. Man, we had we had emotion, like emotional, and we had laughing and like ending it with the song being just straight up blew my dick off, man. Like <laughs> it was great. Oh, unbelievable. Thank you, everybody. Um, you know, I I also just want to say, like, sort of capping this off, like whether you've been listening to us from the first episode or you just started listening this season because of goatee hook or whatever it doesn't matter you're a part of this community and we're grateful for you mm -hmm. and uh we're just glad to have you here so feel free to send us voicemails 872-762-4763 877-MAGPOD or magnifiedpod at gmail.com um just reach out to us we're here to we're here to talk uh join that patreon get on that discord um we just want to keep building this. Um, as you can tell yeah. from the voicemails, it's just, this has been impactful for us as well. So um, we're, we're not going anywhere either. <laughs> nope. So um, to the next hundred. Yes. Um, and I did finish my old fashioned. So I need to Easy pour to myself another. a little bit, a little bit more of this pappy. That's but right. uh, John, I, I do have, an important question for you. What's that? Do you want to play a game? I'm ready for the game, baby. Are we doing uh, the game in the next segment or now? We got it. We're gonna do the. We're gonna do it now, and then we're doing okay. do the. Gonna do the clips. All right, sounds good. After this. I'm ready. So I don't know why I'm so ready because I always just like make a fool of myself. But I, a hundred episodes, I feel like this is my chance to really. Little redemption. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pour myself. I'm going to pour myself a little pappy. Um, yeah. 
I don't, it's one of the, one of the things I don't have a name for this game. Um, I usually have a, have a name. Um, um, oh gosh, this pours, this pours so good. Mm-hmm. All right. I got myself a little Glen Cairn glass for nice. this. Hey um, buddy. Hey, cheers. 200. Cheers. 200 down the old hundo clinky, hatch. Clink. Um, no title for this game, but does no it center around? It centers 100? around uh, one hundo. Okay. You know where we always keep in a hundo. That's true. So this game will be asking you questions related to the number one hundred. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. First question. Mm. In 1921, that's 100 years ago, for those of us bad at math, a device was invented that is still uh, that is still in use today in law enforcement. Is it A, the swing-through self-locking handcuff, B, the polygraph or lie detector, C, the telescoping baton, or D, systemic racism? That's what I laughed at because I read your questions. <laughs> uh, it's not D because that's been around for a lot longer. Oh, um, boy, oh boy. I don't know the answer to this. Um, I'm guessing uh, the polygraph was more recent than that. Um, the swing through the self-locking handcuff. I don't even know what that is. Uh, or the baton. You know, I see a lot of old-timey police footage. Some some cops and their batons causing trouble. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go telescoping baton. Do you know what um telescoping Is means? That where you like kind of hit it and it slides out longer. Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying Classic. to be like mansplainy, just like. Uh, edit, do you edit. know what a telescoping baton <laughs> well, actually, is? Actually, so uh, the swing through, you, you know, like the the regular metal handcuffs, you know, like where it has like one that sort of hinges and it can uh, like go through. Yes. Okay. And it like has those teeth sure. on it. That's that's what the the okay. and it has like those little hooks that hook on that that lock it in place. That's sure. what the swing through is. I just I'm learned that. With... I just learned that today. That that's what it's called. I mean, that's important to know. Um, I'm going. I'm going baton. You're going that the 1921 the telescoping baton was invented. Yeah, that's probably wrong. Um, sorry, John. Uh, does it predate the 20? It probably does. The uh, the telescoping was actually a little bit later, if I remember oh. correctly. But the polygraph. Oh wow! Okay. The polygraph was invented in 1921. It was it was a few years after that that the uh, they started using it more uh, regularly in um, law enforcement. Um, but yeah, I I was sort of surprised that it was it was that that early on. Probably is just more evidence for it not really being a reliable. <laughs> Thing to well, use. I mean, all it, yeah, because you're you're deriving a you're driving something from what it what it measures is like sort of arousal and agitation 
Right. Which can come from anxiety. Anxiety is not necessarily an indication of guilt or, right. or anything. So, you know, one can be agitated or aroused from any number of reasons, not because you're being dishonest. Right. Like but if you're... Um, got a boner? Yeah, doing a podcast about songs that you like or whatever, <laughs> or dislike. Um, yeah. I would take a lie detector test and just see how it went. Sure. It sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I kind of feel like whenever I get like my blood pressure, I always like freak out about it and start like breathing and, you know, sweating more. So my heart rate goes up. So it throws the whole thing off. So I feel like it might be a situation like that where even if I'm telling the truth, it's yeah, like, there's it a whole, there's, the charts. There's actually a term for that. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but there, I, I've heard that a uh, term for th- that, that, um, I feel like something has to do with white coats or something like that. But that essentially, it's the the presence of the doctor and things right, right, becoming right. coming into the room is like what elevates. But also, I, I had a doctor that went into specifically the field of blood pressure. Hmm. Uh, he was my primary, and then he like started went into the, like this specific area and the specific research about blood pressure and about how doctors' offices have been taking blood pressure wrong for years and they've been doing they've been and and those elevated just those handful of elevated points from doing it wrong um you then end up prescribing blood pressure medications and it's like that people getting on medications they don't need to just because they've been you know not uh measuring the blood pressure correctly but anyway um yeah it's interesting stuff Okay, question two. Um, we've discussed a number of world records on the show, but none that I know of that have involved the number 100. So here's some more. Three of these are real world records. One I made up. Okay. So you're looking for the fake. Emancipating for me again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Has this ever been a problem for you? Fair. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted looking for the one that I made up. Um, a, fastest 100 meters in high heels, female. B, fastest 100 meters on a skateboard by a dog. C, fastest time to burst 100 balloons with the feet. The feet. D, fastest time to eat 100 marshmallows. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Eating marshmallows quickly, famously, a camp game that many of our listeners will no doubt know. Well, Chubby, Chubby Bunny, Bunny, that was not so much eating as it Just was getting them in your mouth. Getting them in your mouth and then dying because. <laughs> well, so that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that game was discontinued due to death. So uh, I can't imagine that if putting them in your mouth. Uh, is not good that eating them would be okay. Um, I mean, maybe the fastest time is like 20 minutes or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. The rest the seems plausible. Is one, the, the difference in a in the eating competitions and that camp game is chewing. <laughs> sure, fair enough. Okay, this is a good point. You're helping me too much because now I'm like okay, backing I'm off of my... All right, I'm sorry. I need to I need to stop uh, editorializing here. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I thought it was something about the consistency of the marshmallow and stuffing too many in. It was just like caused an esophagus prog- problem or something. Um, 
boy, I don't know. These all seem uh, these all seem plausible. Fastest 100 meters on a skateboard by a dog. Um, fastest time to burst 100 balloons with the feet. Gosh. Uh, I'll go dog because I'm like, I feel like there are other records related to a dog riding a skateboard. We don't need one that's like specific enough about the being super fast. So I'll go B. So the the dog on a skateboard is the one that you think is the fake world record. Correct. Uh, John, <sighs> that is an actual world record. Fastest mm. time to eat 100 marshmallows. I made that up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Should have gone with my gut. I uh, know. But here's the benefit, John. You now get to see a video of a dog skateboarding. <laughs> okay, that is a good consolation prize. <laughs> Dang it, I was so close. You were very close. You were you were convincing me otherwise. I thought you were helping me, but you were scheming. This is the dog. Uh, his name is uh, Jumpy. Okay. And he is, is the world's a... fastest skateboarding dog. Bulldog? But Jumpy jumps straight back into action. <laughs> Remember, uh, no. Omar can't help. It all has to be done under Jumpy's own steam. <laughs> Jumpy's... He's keeping a good line. And the <laughs> pace is sick moves. fast. He's generating speed with his back legs, and his balance is good. He needs to keep this up, though. The record he's chasing is a quick one, and there is no room for error here. It's looking good, and he's completed the course. All right. Jump, a clear jumpy. run for the canine. But was it quick enough to break the record? <laughs> Remember, it's 19.68 seconds to beat. Official adjudicator Joanna, how did Jumpy do? He traveled the full 100 meters on the skateboard. And his time today was... <laughs> covering his face with his paw. 19.65 seconds. Oh. Hey. Yeah, oh, right. Right. That's a new world record. And it's by the slimmest of margins. Just three 100s of a second quick. So here's my thing. Those three one hundredth of a second, how is that not like chalked up to potential human error? Because this is her potential canine error. Well, I mean, no, I know. I just want I to mean, say. she's the one with the stopwatch. <laughs> like that, that seems like that's within like a margin of error. Why are you, you know? trying to take Jumpy's success away from him? <laughs> He's done an incredible thing. I'm not trying to take Jumpy's success away from Get him. Get him on the pod. Get, <laughs> he is a good boy. He's a good boy. How was it when you lost the first time, Jumpy? Rough. Get it? <laughs> he that wasn't that I did I just showed you the one. He uh he had a, a struggle first run. Okay. Um they so were really rough. they were really building up the drama for the dog on the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, they were. It was great. Loved the, the music, um, the cuts like of, of her like building up to reveal the time. What if she's like, and it was not good enough, Jumpy, <laughs> bad dog. And he was like, no, no treats for you, Jumpy. This is like a classic, like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Like Jumpy frozen, <laughs> <laughs> freeze ram on him. Well, yeah, I guess I'm we the world's to... fastest dog. Well, I think we should probably start at the beginning. <laughs> that was a good boy. Um, let's right. write that screenplay. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. I was so close to the marshmallows. Damn it. I, I was know. Close. I know. Taste I was, those uh... marshmallows. That was so close. Uh, yeah, I would not advise against eating 100 marshmallows. It does sound very dangerous. But the chewing, you said the chewing, you convinced me. 
Yes, it's true. Um, question three. Toby Barner. Uh-huh. Hyperpop band mm. 100 mm. Gex hey. released their debut album in 2019. It features the duo standing, the cover features uh, the duo standing in front of a pine tree at dusk. The tree in question is actually at an office park in Des Plaines, Illinois. Fans have evidently been making pilgrimages to this tree and leaving items behind at the tree. In a 2020 Chicago Tribune article, one individual that was interviewed compared this landmark to another Illinois-based album, Pilgrimage. What was the band in the album? Was it A, American Football's American Football, which features the front of a house? Was it B, Sufjan Stevens' Illinois, with people venturing to Metropolis to pose with Superman? Is it C, Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, which features the Marina City Towers? Or is it D, Alistair's Last Stop Suburbia, the house the guitarist is standing on, as well as the Fireside Bowl uh, this, uh, with the song Somewhere on Fullerton refers to? So there's an art, the article, the person they interviewed said was comparing this pilgrimage yeah. to other people going to one of these other spots. Sure. Um, 100 Gex, I feel like I've heard of them. So they're f- they're from here? Um, I'm not sure. If or they just happen to be in displays? I don't know. I Actually, that's a good question. I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, it's a it's weird because it's a very nondescript office park. An office and I, park in displays is like the most depressing phrase <laughs> you could muster. Uh, but they I think they also filmed the video a video there. Okay. So I'm I'm I, I apologize that I don't know off the top of my head if, if 100 Gex is from oh, the Chicago pretty, area. Pretty mad that you don't, but they are from St. Louis, so. Okay. Um well, I myself have traveled to Metropolis and taken a picture in front of the Superman. Same And I did think about Sufjan when I was doing so. Um, but the Superman on the cover is like a flying Superman and they had to get rid of him. They did. Um, so I don't, is that, does that count as like iconic, like standing in front of the statue? Um, is there a song? Um, isn't there a song called Metropolis? Yes, I think there are a few references to Metropolis on the record. Um, and I mean, I guess I could see the Wilco one, but the Marina City Towers are just kind of downtown. Like, it's not like you need to make a pilgrimage. Everybody's kind of there already. I guess you could take it at like the specific angle of the cover and insert yourself into it. Um, but <laughs> the other two seem a little more niche, so I'm not sure how many people are making the pilgrimages. You gotta go with my gut, Andrew. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going B, Sufjan, even though I'm not sure about that. Okay, you're going B. That this person was saying that this hundred gex pilgrimage is like people pilgriming pilgrimaging. Metropolis. Yes. Is it Wilco? No, it's American oh. football. Huh. 
Um, it's fascinating. I'm not familiar with this house. Th this person said, you you know the cover of the album though, right? Maybe. I gotta Google this thing. Oh, okay. That seems like a very nondescript house. Right. So this person that was interviewed, while some pilgrims boast personal connections to Les and Brady themselves, others aren't even outright fans of their music. 22-year-old Matt Hill from Elk Grove Village is not sure he's a 100 Gex fan per se, but recently bicycled 45 minutes to the tree and back at the urge of his fanatic friends, a decision Hill said was influenced by quarantine. Sounds right. I would not have considered riding my bike for that long unless the world was shut down, said Hill. Although the album isn't exactly his cup of tea, Hill was captivated by the culture of veneration around the tree itself, which he frequently referred to as a community center. It reminded him of another cult music landmark, the house on the front of emo band American Football's self-titled 1999 album, which happens to be in Urbana. It's interesting that these two are so close together and both of them have album covers that just feature mundane things in the middle of Illinois, Hill said Hill. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Illinois that fits the very different moods of both those albums. Weird. Yeah. This is not a uh, little subculture I knew anything about, but it's fascinating. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I found that particularly striking that this yeah. person made a connection between 100 Gex and American yeah. football. That is uh, interesting. But, but is an interesting connection. Like these, it's a, boring tree in the middle of Des Plaines and a house that is just like any other nondescript house right. that like you like you could probably drive by it and not know it's the cover of an iconic emo album yeah I gotta say I don't think I'm going to that tree sorry everybody <laughs> even though I'm very close to it now, you're not a big gex head I mean I'm fine with them i maybe more research is needed but i don't know if i need to go to a, a tree in an office park to like <laughs> appease some tiktokers or whatever <laughs> that is fair all right question four john the future Ooh. something we're experiencing right now is what we would have told ourselves yesterday <laughs> but there are any number of future events that we'll never experience specifically something set to occur on november 18th 2115. What's happening on this day? Is it A, something astronomers refer to as, quote, the 100 year comet expected to pass dangerously close to Earth's atmosphere? B, an experimental science fiction film that no one alive today will see? C, mathematical models predict this date as the day when much of coastal Florida and California will be underwater and Venice, Italy, will no longer be inhabitable. Or D, Trump says this is the actual day he will finally return to the White House <laughs> at the tender age of 169. And I'll do it, believe me. Believe me. Many, many people, people are saying, saying I'm, I'm the youngest man. I'm a very young man. I'm the youngest man that's ever young. Oh, boy. Um, this is a fascinating one. Uh, I believe that the comets and the coasts uh, answers are plausible but you know I'm something of a film buff Andrew I don't know if you know Ooh. this about me um, but I do remember hearing about some movie around this idea that they're going to make one that we can't see uh, I don't know whether that movie is about one of these other answers and that's why they chose that date, but I guess I'll go with B because that's 
the only one I have any frame of reference for. Gonna be in 2115, there will be an experimental science fiction film that no one is going to see. That's alive today, uh, at least. Right. John, you're correct. Hey, what do you um, know? And do you what know? Who's helped me? Do you know who's in it, bro? Is that uh, somebody? Somebody weird. You know, it's our boy John Malkovich, bro. <laughs> Malkovich, hell yeah! <laughs> it's a Malkovich. Oh, yeah, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Fascinating. Yes. This is a very John Malkovich project. Yeah. So basically, uh, it's a movie that is that's going to be locked away until twenty one fifteen, and no, there's like literally no one. I mean, John Malkovich is going to be dead. <laughs> like yeah. nobody. I mean, I, I presumably he will see it um i don't know or maybe not maybe nobody maybe no he even he won't be able to see the final product that's fascinating um so has it been made already um let's see so they said that they in 2015 they teamed um uh malkovich and rodriguez teamed with uh (laughs) remy martin to create a film inspired by the hundred years it takes to make a bottle of Louis the 13th. Huh. Although the film's plot remains a complete secret, uh, Malkovich and Rodriguez released three teaser trailers. Okay. Um, I wonder if they actually made it. <laughs> um, that's fascinating. I've kind and of, a song this... composed by Pharrell Williams will be released in November of 2117. <laughs> Wait. Cool. Um, it's going to be the, the hottest thing to listen to as we're all uh, dying from climate change. <laughs> as, as, um, as, we're all, as we're all dead for like yeah. 80 years. Um, fascinating. Not that long. I'm kind of into this. I think this is a cool cool idea. I like yeah. it. It's, it's a very John Potter thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, it makes sense that that's the only one I get, right? <laughs> Uh, we got one more question, though. Um, there have been a, lots of predictions about the future that have been wrong. I'm looking at you, Robert Zemeckis. I want my hoverboard. Yep. But some predictions from 100 years ago were strikingly close to what we have now. Which of these wasn't predicted in 1921? Was it A, electric cars, B, audiobooks, C, Spotify, or D, the internet. Fascinating. I'm trying to wrap my head around how... I mean, I suppose you could be like, in the future, we won't have to read our books. Someone will speak them to us through a telegraph or what, <laughs> gramophone. What am I thinking of? Yeah. Um, so that seems plausible. Electric cars, I'm yeah, guessing think, people... Think. Think, you have to think in 1921 terms. Of wow, like these, these concepts. Yes. In the yep. future, In the there future, will be see? songs on our telephones and our pockets. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, Spotify seems the most likely to me because the internet. I mean. <sighs> so, I which of these wasn't, John? You're looking for the one that wasn't predicted. So, three of these were not. Okay, I'm glad that I'm. I'm glad that I'm explaining this. <laughs> well, now that you're explaining, I'm confusing. I'm getting confused. So, three of these, I have <laughs> newspaper articles right, right. that have references to these concepts, and one of these is not right a reference. 
Yes. So one of these in 1921, they didn't think was coming. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah, it's tough because like the internet as a concept. I mean, that's before you know people were even thinking about giant computers. But maybe if you just talked about the idea of the internet, I'm trying to imagine how to explain the idea of Spotify without knowing what the internet is. Mm. Um, I guess if you're saying you could get songs like on demand somehow, that would be a version of Spotify. Uh, it's all about how they thought something like the internet or something as specific as Spotify might exist. I could see super smart people thinking that the internet would exist, but if there's not computers, I don't get it, man. Uh, I'm going to go D the internet. You're going D the internet. John, you're, you're right. All right. Your, your thinking was correct. So what so, is the Spotify? Yeah. So, so this is, this is what's kind of uh, wild about these predictions, man, is that how some of these things were, um, so this person said um, there will be no need to go to some congested, poorly ventilated hall for a musical concert. <laughs> we just push a plug into a bass receptacle as we do with a vacuum cleaner or table lamp. And we have the concert brought to our, into our homes. Okay. Music will be supplied by a central station and distributed to subscribers by wire just as we get our telephone service today. Perhaps this may be by wireless, the home being equipped with a radio receiving apparatus. With this arrangement improved, we may hear grand opera stars as they sing in European capitals while sitting in our libraries at home. That is fascinating. No, isn't when did... that isn't that so specific? Like it's it seems to me like that that's like you know it's sus- subscribers have this central thing that they're that they're it's a it's, but they're like they're also thinking about it as a service like it's a like a subscription service for music that right. things from around the world are able to come to them, you know? Now, on the one hand, that doesn't sound that different from a radio, but I'm guessing that by 1921, people, like, radio, that was already a thing that people had radios and listened to stuff on the radio. Yes. Um, so he's, even the wireless thing is wild, yeah. Yeah, right? Huh. Um, yeah, and so they were, here's, they are talking about electrical... Um, vehicles and books will be read to us uh, by, th- by 2021 the phonographic principle may have become practically infallible and the best books will be reproduced in plates for use in many different styles of speaking machines yeah the exact records. tones of the l- locution- elocutionist in speaking the words of the dramatist poet teacher philosopher novelist will be imitated in the library or parlor of every home mm. Also, two dudes will talk for 300 episodes on a <laughs> podcast. Everyone will be able to access. Exactly. Um, yeah. So some of these predictions were pretty were pretty spot on. Fascinating. Um, um, I'm not sure what you predicted for yourself for this quiz, John, but you got two out of five. That seems to be my my normal. Yeah. My normal success rate. I'll take it. That's fine. Yeah. This was a fun one, man. Yeah, uh, thinking about hundreds. I like it. Yes, um, and I'm very happy that we got to see uh, a skateboarding dog. Uh, <laughs> but also for all the the people out there that wear high heels, um, 
does the idea of running a hundred meters in high heels, even like to try and get a world record, hmm. does that seem like anything anybody would want to do ever? Because that seems like that just seems awful. And the, the potential for ruining your ankle and just ruining your life. Yeah. There is a famous it's a very high heel. thin margin for margin for error in running in heels. There's a famous high heel drag queen race in Washington DC that uh, was always the week of Halloween. It was a very fun event. But uh, yeah, those those ladies needed to to watch themselves. They were very poised, but uh, running a race in high heels, a bunch of people in elaborate costumes is no joke. So no, it sounds truly terrifying. I did see a bunch of world records for people running 100 meters in a variety of footwear. Mm-hmm. So um, one of them was like in like uh, like snow boots or something. <laughs> cool. One person did 100 meters like on their ass, like just like bouncing on their ass. Uh-huh. You know, people can get it. You know, they do get their get their world record. Hey, how do we get one? Listeners tell us. What world record we should try to achieve on the pod? Um, I feel like we could. People will probably say world's longest podcast, and I think we achieved it last week. <laughs> Most... One of my one of my uh, one of my buddies, my buddy uh, Chad, made a comment. What was it that uh, that our episode was? What did he say? He said, the longest podcast I've ever listened to. This is like the Tarkovsky film, but in English. This is like yes, Tarkovsky I, film in English. I replied with a little uh, film film snob uh, joke. Yeah. Uh, any any film snob jokes out there is, that is John. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I didn't even know, I don't know what those words mean, so I'm glad you fielded it that way. Um, certainly, the we hold the record for most hours spent talking about uh, dogwood yep. or uh, say slick shoes. I don't know. <laughs> so Guinness, I think, get at us. Yeah, unequivocally, most podcasts, uh, most podcasts talking about uh, East Troubleshooter, guaranteed. Yep. There's, there's, there's not that's a chance. A competitive category, but we'll submit our <laughs> episodes and see how it works out. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, let's get on our skateboards and do these hundred meters through this, uh, this ad, and then we'll come back. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you you want to take a little break and listen to some clips from our hundred episodes? <laughs> oh, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. We'll, after <laughs> these brief messages from one of our, our friends on the rock candy network. I'm Avery Smith, and I'm here to invite you to Blessed Are the Binary Breakers, a multi-faith podcast of transgender stories. Whatever your own relationship to gender and spirituality may be, you will find yourself enriched by the stories shared by my guests, who so far have ranged in religion from Christian and pagan to Jewish, Sikh, atheist, and beyond, and have hailed from the U.S., Chile, Poland, Australia, and more. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts, or read along with episode transcripts by visiting blessedarethebinarybreakers.com. See you there.
we're back. Uh, a little, little Tiger, little tiger Jack. Jack. little Tiger yep. Jack there, a little River Road. Hmm. Uh, I feel like for doing 100 episodes in a clip show, got to go back to our roots there a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. And we'll close that with uh, flesh, flesh marks. Flesh marks <laughs> on my heart. Yeah. No one needs to hear that ever again. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be doing a little bit of a clip show. Mm-hmm. We we got some people kind of left some of their their favorite moments john and i have some of some moments that we wanted to, to look back on over it's like this that we're gonna miss what, what's that said it's moments like this oh, that we're sorry. gonna miss <laughs> i'm like like what's happening i'm like oh right the mxpx lyrics yeah. i didn't really hear you very well so i apologize um it's a great joke killing it so okay you have a list of your some of your top uh tops top moments and i wanted to i feel like i wanted to start back uh from the very beginning are you cool if we if we do that real quick john yeah man because there's like, a there's hello. a welcome to magnified pod. Uh, there's a a particular moment that on the very first episode, um, that I think is really kind of funny that I wanted to share for everybody who hasn't listened to our very first episode. The dynamic, the dynamic is there. We're a lot more chill, trying to get our <laughs> bearings and figure it out. But yeah. it's still very much us. Yeah. But there's a particular moment in the very first MXPX episode talking Poconatra that I want to play here. So John and I, we put together, or we've been putting together uh, playlists of the top three songs from each album. Um, not necessarily what we think are like are only the best songs from the albums, but trying maybe sort of a representation songs that we think are really great, but trying to make a, a playlist of what songs we think if we were to put together a list of, of all these songs, what would make the cut mm-hmm. and also recognizing that we're, we just can't for the sake of your time and our time, listen to and dissect every single poking at song. Right. Um, if people... <laughs> Three years later. <laughs> Latest episode length, three hours, 44 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, the the fact that we were like, uh, we have to keep, keep this brief. You know, we don't want to waste everybody's time. I literally remember before we recorded that I was like, should we do like half an hour or an hour? And you were like, let's just go and see how long it goes. I was like, all right, but if we go beyond an hour, I don't know. <laughs> um Things have changed. <laughs> Things have changed a bit. And this is this has been I've mentioned this several times. You probably know what I'm gonna say, but in the first some of our first email communications, for those of those of you who haven't heard this story, when I pitched this idea to John early 2018, you were like, Yeah, I like the idea. I just don't know how much time I have to to do the podcast or how yeah. much I could. And it just has been sort of an ongoing joke when you're like, yeah, I still kind of don't. Still true. I have less time than ever. And somehow our episodes somehow. are longer than ever. 
Yeah. Thanks, uh, you got a you got a new puppy, losing yeah. sleep. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough out there. But you know what? I do it for the fans. The fans right. say four hour episodes, RPGs. <laughs> yeah. RPG. <laughs> RPG. All right. So let's go. Uh we got a little uh little Greg Taint we need to hear. Hey everybody, it's Greg Taint once again. Back to tell you. You're listening to our newest podcast ever, part of Magnified Pod, and it's wonderful. Anyway, I invented baby pizza. I also invented Steve. Come on, Steve! Oh, man. Greg Taint, thank Greg you Taint. for listening and throwing on some, <laughs> some deep cuts. He's, he's clearly uh, listened to some episodes there. Yeah, we, uh, we appreciate you, Greg. Uh, Got to get him on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and we did and we did uh, got got our boy greg taint in greg. in a very in variety of forms got him on we the heard from a few people that that greg taint's voicemails were were one of their favorite memories so i thought i'd find that one uh several people shared both the reese interview the first one he did and some reese voicemails uh <laughs> which we got a few of here yeah we have uh this guy calling about uh about Brave Saint Saturn. I think his name, what is his name? Um, this is Reese. I'm still listening through all of these. I got to So Far From Home, my Brave Saint Saturn, and I have almost had to turn it off about 18 times because I it just hurts me inside. <laughs> How many times I have to cringe. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry I recorded most of that and the way I sang and all the words and all that hurts, especially Shadow of Death. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for what you got. Um, well, I mean, thanks, buddy, but that's probably the one voicemail he left, right? Like, that's kind of the end of the discussion. Yeah, I, um, let me see. This is Reese again. I forgot to say Magnified Fod. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate myself. Uh, he, he tries to redeem himself here a little bit. This is Reese again. I forgot to say Magnified Pod for life. Magpod for life. That was the whole thing. I was just, I can't talk can't remember lyrics either and i hate the sound of my voice have you heard bright saint saturn so far from home it's the worst piece of garbage i hate it okay magpod for life <laughs> but that was the end of it right you didn't I, don't, you didn't, I don't think you said anything else. Uh, hey everybody <laughs> me again Reese stroper oh still listening to the bright saint saturn episode <laughs> And I thought Under Bridges, the album was over, and it's still going. I hate myself. What did I make? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was the last one. This is Reese again. I'm sorry that I used vulgar language on my last message. I want to apologize for that. And um, tell you that that's something I'm working on. And I think I'd say Magpod for life. So I'm saying that. But I'm really disappointed in myself 
for making that album. <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate it. Oh, oh man. All right. Okay, here he goes. Last message. Okay, it's the last message, I swear. Ugh. I'm listening to Rocket Town and <laughs> I I'm not I'm not making this up. I have all the remaining copies of this album in my basement. They're there. <sighs> I'm going to burn them tonight. I'm going to start a bonfire. I hate myself. Holy crap. I sound like a, a like a like an effeminate muppet. I mean, I normally sound like that, but who who let me make that album? Oh, I'm burning it. Bad Todd for life. Um, oh man. I think you need I think you need to Talk to Frankie T. <laughs> oh man, I was that, crying that was, when we were recording that. Yeah, that was quite the epic run <laughs> of voicemails. When those were coming in in real time, uh-huh. I couldn't believe what was happening. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this? They were. Oh, I mean, it's just, it's art, is what they. It was are. art. Yeah, they just. <laughs> Every time you would say, I hate myself. <laughs> oh, Reese, don't hate yourself. We um, love you, Reese. We love you so much. I would say maybe the the thing that I heard the most from people talking about favorite memories is our Arthur disputes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Famously, uh, a pod divided on that episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, um, we need, let's get to, let's get to those. The songs on this record? Because of Screaming Mike. Just kind of like the opening, yeah. Maybe it's the loud, the quiet, loud thing, like you're saying. Um, I don't know. It feels the most kind of. So we've gone through five bangers, <laughs> yeah, and nary <laughs> a, a song choice from you. No, and two from you. Um, no, we had uh, three. Three already. America, okay. cold outside, oh, and right. tuck you in. I blocked out that America's your number. Jesus. God, it's so good. Uh, there's elements of it that I like. We're going to listen to the whole song right now. <laughs> it's just that for me. I <sighs> like that bridge, though. Um, to have and to hold. Okay. You have to agree with me about the opening line of this one. No, Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Toodaloo's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Um, I, I heard... I heard uh, he did a... Uh, Mike did a highs and lows with Jason Hockney's <laughs> I Met Some Years Ago. Uh-huh. And I think he, I think the toodaloo was the low. <laughs> so oh, I'm with him on that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, it's the lowest point. Let's hear it again. But <laughs> I, still, gonna close I still, every like, episode. I still like this song. Uh, another <laughs> it's not even like as aggressive as i feel like <laughs> that was like the most aggressive i could find so maybe it's just more heightened in people's memories maybe uh, so but it's basically an entire episode of that yeah. um but you going jesus to me is kind of like <laughs> the high of our aggression um yeah it was also as opposed to this most recent episode <laughs> where you're like it's my number three it was in your top three yeah. when we talked about season like, fuck you <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I think I just said fuck you to you like four 
four times. It's oh, tough, man. tough time. It's... Also, another funny thing from that episode that we referenced in the meme that we did about it is that I was constantly coughing in this era. Oh, yes, because that's right. We were recording in the same room and I didn't have the ability to mute myself. So I was constantly trying to move as far away from the mic as I could and just going. <coughs> and of course, this was, you know, before COVID. So I was getting sick all the time, something I don't remember as well anymore but lots of coughing from your boy in those days yeah i um yeah there i totally forgot about the coffee john era of yeah. just it seems so funny now to think <laughs> right. about like being in a room together with somebody <laughs> who's like just aggressively coughing like week yeah. after week after week and like yeah. i don't even give it a thought right right we're probably like touching the same stuff over and over yeah. <laughs> um but yes, the Arthur dispute. Go back and listen to the episode. There's, there's more where that came from. Uh, another thing we heard from several people was the Masaki Lou interview, which I think mm. both of us would attest to being one of our favorite moments from the pod. Um, so we, uh, the moment that we realized that he came onto our Zoom <laughs> is the first part of this. Yes, and then him sharing some uh, individual. Uh, stems and tracks from some five iron songs was the second part i had here oh oh hello <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow Misaki. oh my god <laughs> hello hello hey <laughs> how are you uh, I'm good. I don't know if you guys, I was asked to join this meeting. <laughs> yes. Oh my, yes. Uh, okay. We had no idea that you would be joining <laughs> us, uh, but we are thrilled that you are. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that moment was uh, <laughs> truly sort of a startling moment yeah. for me. We're both just like, uh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Total professionals. <laughs> and he was like not like he was taking a while to get his audio up too. So we're just kind of like waiting for him to do something. He's like, I was told to come to this meeting. Uh, <laughs> yep. And this is followed, this, yeah. Yeah, what was, followed uh, was wonderful. Truly mind blowing. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to just use a laptop audio on this, so so I got a direct line feed coming in. Sounds great. My, oh man. From my Pro Tools rig. But um I dug up some of the, originally these were all recorded on ADATs. So these are just direct transfers from ADATs. Um, and so there's no, you know, EQ or mixing. These are just some of the raw files. But so like, I look back at like, is that coming through for you guys? Is that coming back in for sounds, you guys? Yeah. Sounds great. That's awesome. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm wearing a lapel mic, so I don't, I'm trying not to have too much of that kind of, you know, phase out on you so like here's if you want to ever hear this is the isolated uh reese on every new day at the end man versus himself man versus machine man versus the world mankind versus me the struggles go on the wisdom i lack the burdens keep piling up on my back so hard to breathe to take the next step the mountain is high i wait in the depths yearning for grace and hoping for peace dear god increase healing hands of god have mercy on clean souls but you know you, you it, it that's was, amazing it was, a, it was a pretty magical moment in the studio yeah. as well as it 
has also been a magical moment live you know yeah yeah um and and so that you know that was i I pulled that up today and i was like oh that was that was that was a great moment you know that is so cool to hear thank you for sharing that yeah yeah there's lots of uh, i don't you know most of this stuff is stuff i i i hearing that and having masaki shared that with us felt so wildly special to me yeah it really did it it felt like i was being let in on some kind of secret treasure right like that sort of thing that like how many people outside right. of the studio have ever heard that totally like nobody right like yeah. that's that's not so like people don't people don't get to hear isolated vocal tracks from their favorite bands in just <laughs> yeah. everyday life. It's wild because like so many of the folks we've talked to have said like, oh, I wish I still had that or, you know, have these like vague memories. And he's like, I set up the audio specifically for this episode so that I could play you these isolated tracks I found. And it was just like what an amazing experience he, he had it set up it was like perfect sounding he had it all ready to go god it was a so very great. special time thank you jason for that <laughs> oh my god yeah jason is um so going so going from that talking about jason can i uh share a little bit of a one of my one of my favorite moments absolutely okay because we had a <laughs> Jason on our sixth episode uh-huh. and the origins of Yelly Andrew. <laughs> yes. So in this clip, I'm talking about uh, slowly going the way of the Buffalo and drum fills and Steve Kravak. Life in general, I defy you to find a single drum hmm. fill. There's not okay. one. And that was intentional. Steve Kravak went through the production of that record and said, you're losing time or mm. you're, it's, it's slowing. Okay. It's making the song change its dynamic. That's actually my critique of slowly. Right. Because Steve Kravak, the, he, it's, it's just so very much, drums are there's like almost no fills on the album it's almost like snare he might have just been playing a snare on that album so before everything and after and life in general were both steve krebeck produced so that was an intentional decision it was saying let's get rid of the fluff let's get rid of the things that might this is this is assuming that people don't want complex drums we cannot predict (laughs) what are they doing up in canada or define what 1999 looked like in the lexicon of the world it's honestly honestly i love drum fills honestly i'm not interested in just very straightforward drums honestly i would like to have a few more drum fills honestly okay okay Okay. I was. <laughs> I think that was me being like, "Let's move away." <laughs> I was. I was getting a little, uh, a little elevated, a little spicy. Um, <laughs> definitely had some whiskey in me, and I had some opinions, and I wanted to. I wanted to. What's share. so funny about that is obviously we were comfortable with Jason right away, but right. I was still on kind of my like 
we need to like keep this you know kind of professional now it's so funny because it's just like oh we hang out with jason all the time but like right. i was like wow this guy's a big insider we gotta gotta get this information yeah, uh that was also <laughs> go ahead what are you gonna say no just just like our personalities are just like let's try and keep this and i'm like what the fuck is <laughs> going on in canada <laughs> oh man and we would we would get Kravak. You would get your back back and hear about some of those insights. Um, but that was also the night that we he showed us the video for Let's Ride. Yes. Uh, and the album artwork, all the stuff before it came out. And, and that it was blew our minds. Really, really cool. Another yep. special time. Um, that was great. Uh, another thing that we heard consistently from folks was the best life <laughs> ads that we did. Uh-oh, I had to my do God. a little hunting to find the origins of it, but I, I found a couple moments here. I'd seen a picture that Tom had posted. Like, it looks like he had a whole trunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trunk full of it. I am excited. Yeah. Whoever, whatever beer company um, is looking for a song for an ad campaign should definitely use Best Life. I don't yeah. know if Silver City can afford a commercial campaign, but, like, somebody should definitely use this as, like, a Drink, drink some beers with your friends and let's all hang out. It's like a well, great yeah, song for I mean, that. Especially like, you know, if you want to have the best life, you right. drink our beer. Have the best life <laughs> with Silver City Brewing. <laughs> or something. No, that, that that's perfect. <laughs> I think you should do the ad. All well, you need to do is drop your voice a couple octaves. <laughs> do you want to have the best life? Oh, that's better. That's better. Um, wrangle up a couple of your friends <laughs> and crack open a nice cold best life IPA go to a bonfire go to a bonfire you dumbass <laughs> bring along some stupid acoustic guitar and drink beer like a dumbass why is this so mean all of a sudden <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that's that's I guess that's how the commercial I would make just ridiculing like jerk life um, <laughs> bitch life <laughs> Speaking of the bonfire, yeah. uh, that video looked fun as hell. So we move on there, but we return to it later uh, in this episode. We're on the pulse of... The MXPX Pulse. Yeah, the MXPX Pulse, he's, yep. he nailed it. So kudos, Riker. Yeah, we salute you. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this, this beer's for you. <laughs> this you want to hang out with your best bud, Riker, <laughs> and grab a best life. Riker, we got news for you. <laughs> um, you're you're all right by us. <laughs> I don't we, know. Uh... It's like, I'm, we're southern and gravelly. Yeah. It's uh, it we we sort of sound like um, uh, what? Gosh, what's his name? Uh, he's he, Sam Elliott. That's Sam Elliott. Yeah, that's exactly how I picture. Except <laughs> I don't think I could get there low. <laughs> You kind of got to push your mustache out of your lips <laughs> to get the full. Yeah, I don't cadence. have. Yeah, to get a to get the Sam Elliott, you need to be um, masculine enough to grow a mustache, which oh. I cannot. Well, womp yeah. womp. Um, he was. Oh man, a well we would return to many times. Yes, <laughs> over the life of the pod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I mean I I still wish we could get our hands on some best life IPA. It is, it was, it was delicious. It was frustrating because we had to order it from like one specific market in Washington or is it Colorado? 
No, it was, it was Washington. They're Silver in Bremerton, Wa- right? Yeah. Uh, Silver City. Yeah, Silver City. So it was, it was Washington. Um, what am I thinking of that was in Colorado? Um, anyway, yeah. So, but like the shipping was like murder. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was brutal. So but, it was like, it was like, oh, you want to, you want to get a, a four pack for like $8 and then like pay that same amount per per like thing for shipping it's like oh cool yeah those episodes though where we would be drinking and recording together the photos <laughs> i look back on some of those from the earlier ones and we had like so many cans of beer and bottles of whiskey and all this stuff <laughs> on our little table that we recorded on it was really oh. impressive in those early days oh man it was it was and one of these days john i yep. truly want to return to those days uh, very very near in the future perhaps oh very very near um, in the future speaking of beer ads uh people mentioned in hammies mm. i thought we needed to revisit our ham songs that we do yes still sound great still the song of the singer the summer uh, song of the song of the singer song of the singer for me baby like i don't know basically i could go back and scroll through all the all the polos but Basically, it came up that I needed to write a song that a song of the summer <laughs> about slamming hams. And, Boy, did you. And, and that is exactly what I did. I wrote, in a, I wrote a very aggressive rap song uh, <laughs> about slamming hams that turned very political at one point. Uh, so, oh, boy. Should we hear it? I, should we hear it? I we mean... Play it. Oh shit. Ooh. Ooh. Pants. Let me see his pants. <laughs> pants down, hands out. Let's go. Sound of summer right here. Quarantine 2020. Everybody never see a motherfucking hands. We don't fucking want it. Sing Paul Teddy Ham. No less shotgun is Sky Blue. Slam your hams. You know, the word genius gets thrown around a lot. <laughs> but I truly think <laughs> you you earned it tonight. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I feel like if the clubs were open, it would be it would be bumping in them. Um, I, I think I need to add I think I need to add another verse where I'm like just <laughs> bus tossing high life and like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and like Michelob light and all that right like a diss track on all the other <laughs> a diss track on, adju- on adjunct loggers <laughs> oh man well done sir well thank done. you well john you you did not <laughs> i mean i was so you, inspired you did not ignore the call no no i felt that 
you know, kind of a club remix, a little more sparse was was needed. So yeah, let's less less uh less banger and more. <laughs> it's kind uh, of reflective. More. <laughs> was, um. Yeah, you you kind of got like a a little bit of a post Malone thing going yeah. on here. I got little... hams tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> yep, after exactly. I dropped this one. So. Yeah. Everybody in the club drink a ham's beer. Everybody in here drink a ham's. Everyone in the club drink a ham's beer. Cause that's what we're drinking tonight. Oh, slam a ham's if you've got one. that's uh that's where the voice app cut me off and i really felt like i was getting to a zone but that's fine. yeah that's right that's bullshit uh <laughs> anyway yeah so we got um bon Iver kind of like sure, yeah yeah, yeah. That's like, my vibe. later later bon Iver. yes not yes a, not not so much for emma not so um, much yeah so in conclusion we're gonna send these to hams and uh <laughs> hope for the best and did John, did we get that sponsorship from Hams? No, we didn't. <laughs> Hams are still interested. Uh, Andrew, still one of the greatest things you've ever done in your life. That was a <laughs> that was an incredible, incredible flex. Oh my god. Me. Yeah. Very early I did that very early on in the pandemic. Yeah. And uh when I was very oh, lonely man. and sad. Yeah, <laughs> so man. it it felt nice to just so like my landlord who at the time i was living in a a two flat and mm -hmm. uh so i was in this house literally by myself he was in michigan and i was by myself for like a month straight and so i was just in my apartment yelling fuck <laughs> super loud <laughs> as i was recording this song oh man it, it felt it felt fairly cathartic so it yes. was definitely something i needed early on in the pandemic Ugh, i needed it too uh, <laughs> when i was drinking a 30, <laughs> getting putting so back multiple 30 cases oh man it was so it impressive. was it was bad news <laughs> You're um, just zoomed with your girl. Now she polo with me is such an iconic uh, quarantine, <laughs> early quarantine line. Um, boy, one for the ages. Um, another one for the ages we heard from a few people about was our Def Leppard, mm. one of my personal favorite episodes. I've one ever of done. it's it's in my top five. So when you consider that we're this is we're, we've done a hundred episodes, Def Leppard, and one of the other episodes that we're going to be talking about today. Yes, I think. Uh, I mean, some more of these uh silly one-offs in the future yes for uh, sure but i just pulled our, our intro here i don't i don't think it gets better than than the intro we came up with i agree hey john i have a question what's that do we want to get right
from Let's Get Rock to Tear It Down and Lightning in Between, this is Def Pod, the only podcast that exclusively discusses the 92 album Adrenalize and nothing else from the remaining discography of everyone's favorite Sheffield-based metal band named after a bitchin' large cat, <laughs> Def Leppard. Oh, yes. <laughs> Leopard, even. Um... This is a this is a real dream realized right now. <laughs> Thanks for making it real. Um, did I? S- <laughs> yeah, Def Leppard. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> That's the real band name. Right. This is obviously the Def Leppard pod. A very exciting yep. bonus ep, uh, yeah. spinoff, if you will. I mean, if it goes well, the first of many editions. I I assume. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> what? <laughs> I. Oh, I man. was very drunk at this point because <laughs> we had just done, we done, we'd done an episode. Uh-huh. This was a two for the episode yeah. that we were, we recorded at your house. Yeah. Um, so uh, we had, yeah, we had just recorded. I had been drinking. Uh, you could, I mean, you could just hear in my voice the very beginning. Yeah. Like, John, I have a question for you. <laughs> Just listen to my uh, voice again. This is not how I talk. Hey, John, I have a question. What's that? <laughs> hey, John, I have hey, a question. John, question. <laughs> it was the energy I needed. So yeah. Oh man, that I. Everybody still needs to uh, go watch that music video for, for "Let's Get Rocked." Let's get rocked. Oh, Truly man. one of the weirdest <laughs> music videos that exists. Yeah. Yeah. I will I will um, never stop telling people to listen to go and watch that music video because it's so weird. Uh, and then probably in 1992, that was uh, probably like blowing people's minds with like the computer animation and everything. Yeah, but it is right. it is it is it's terrifying. Something. We get into it on the episode. Go listen to it. Yep. Um, you know, Very another thing. Episode. Uh speaking of fun how's that for transition speaking of uh, fun i yeah. like fun a lot of people talked about of course the mxpx and five iron shows we went yes. to uh two nights in chicago uh two years ago now two and a half almost um and yeah that's weird um but we recorded several uh remote segments uh during these couple of days and uh, i pulled a couple here I don't want I don't want to say that us mentioning walking by on the podcast at le- least I mean, uh, I mean approximately 97 times. We put it out into the universe yes. at the very least and uh, yeah, I was so psyched. They they said they're going to play a really old song now. Yeah, from from, and I went, ooh, from their, from and their... they said from our first album, and I went, ooh, <laughs> and I was expecting PXPX, but then, so I'm just saying all the same stuff over. And I got in the pit, and that was a, a life dream uh, realized. Um, have some life goals. Some life goals achieved. Uh, I was looking at our ideal set list that we put together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And tonight was pretty close to mine. Okay. Between both nights... A lot of our songs were represented well. Okay. But tonight they played Darkest Places and Play It Loud back to back, which I had in my set list. Did I? I didn't have. Yeah, my, mine is mine is absurd. Well, I mean, but <laughs> you got into set list a little more there. Um, did I did I, I cut off a little too early? No, well, I think it says that was two six eleven. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of moved on. Yeah. Um, 
and then uh, another clip here of discussing something else that I don't remember. <laughs> Bonafide. Yes, that's right. Bono is on the drums. So. Everybody, welcome Yuri up here. So back in the day, we used to uh, all pretty much listen to this band. We're pretty much all inspired by them. They're called uh, Operation Ivy. wanted to go and watch that uh we have that on our magnified pod youtube channel you can watch that whole performance yeah that was uh that was of course five iron covering sound system with yuri on drums and andy of the aforementioned uh poopy pants peepee pants or whatever he called his band <laughs> uh, on lead vocals just tearing it up and what we talked about on the episode was like we were so psyched to see Andy just destroying on that song. And afterward, oh we were like, God. dude, that was awesome. And he's like, no, I don't think so. And I was like, are you kidding me? You sounded great. Um, so I thought we needed to hear a little bit of that. Oh, man. Um, he, Andy needs to front something. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, he, uh, he has he has an undeniable front man energy. Yeah. He, he kills the drums. He right. shreds and tears up the drums. Yeah. But he has a front man energy that cannot be denied. Yeah, man. He, he, you can't, you can't put him in a box. He contains multitudes. I feel like everyone in the band agrees as an, as an instrumentalist, uh, his proficiency is, is beyond anybody. Um, yeah. And yes, he should be turning it up. And he's in a band called big fucking thunder, <laughs> which also rules. <laughs> or he yeah. was in a band. I hope they reunite one day. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, recording remote at live events, Yes. I have to assume another of our shared top five pods we've ever done is our Pods or Pods Forever Michael W. Smith episode. Yes, absolutely. But before we get into uh, the Pods or Pods Forever um, <laughs> uh, episode itself, John, because there there's something that happens at the start of the episode that uh, kind of goes down in infamy a little bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So in this, so in this part, I'm talking about how I'm trying to get teenage politics on vinyl and how I'm following a, uh, a particular teenage politics vinyl sale on eBay. So that's the context on discogs because i can i can go onto discogs and and they have the records going for like 50 some bucks but you you have to get them shipped 
from Japan sure. or Germany or yeah. Spain or wherever they're shipping from. And it's like, well, that sort of defeats the purpose. I'm trying to be a bargain hunter here, mm-hmm. guys. All right. And Have you checked out that uh, Michael W. Smith vinyl? How's that looking? Uh, oh, f- me. My life. Or <laughs> oh, Andrew. All right, John, we're back. Um, do you want to? Sorry, Michael W. Smith, for those <laughs> curse words. Um, yeah. So you were just asking me about Michael W. Smith vinyl, and I spilled a. F- beer all yeah. over my computer it was it was not a little bit um so we're gonna record this episode and hope that nothing <laughs> is broken forever yeah uh it smells great in here oh it smells amazing <laughs> what an idiot uh Oh, and man. that computer continued to work for another two years. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, man. That was a night that will live in infamy. Oh, man. Um, well, also, I spilled, like, my entire goddamn beer all over the place while you <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You were just, you were freaking out so much that I was there for you emotionally, but the fuck, shit. <laughs> well, yeah, because I spilled a beer all over my MacBook Pro. Oh, what is the other appropriate response no, in that moment? I'm sorry I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you could do in the moment, but I was yeah. just, I was flipping out. And the fact oh. that my computer didn't break forever yeah. at that moment true, is amazing. Um. It made for good content, though. So <laughs> at least there's that. I do remember we made the decision in case Michael W. Smith or his team listened to the episode to throw in some of those beeps over the. <laughs> yeah, that was the, that was the thing that because we were doing a Smitty episode and talking newsboys, we're like people are gonna maybe listen, and so I was like, yeah, let's maybe bleep out the like, but the, the like we couldn't not include that in the episode, you know? No, yeah, that was great. It had to be included in there. Uh, just another reason why it was a great episode. Um, this is reason. this is in my top five for sure because yeah. of not just because of how this all went down, but also just like the post concert conversation. Yeah. So, but how this all went down is part of your whole your conversation or the your call out here. Yeah. Uh, I think we're talking, I think we're talking about having just done. So yeah, some, or no, this is when we're driving to the show and we explain a little bit what's, what's going to happen. Yep. I, um, unfortunately had lost my voice, um, sometime between yesterday and this morning. Perfect. And, um, so I'm going to start driving. Do you want to share some of your thoughts or do you have any idea where this place is? I can do, do, that do you want a map? I can map it. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like, in a way, it's all been leading up to this. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think the the natural <laughs> next step of the MXBX podcast yeah. is MWS. Right. I mean, this was all a long con to get to this point. <laughs> it was our secret ambition. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, we so we we go from all the MXPX puns <laughs> to all the Michael <laughs> W. Smith, Smith puns. Um, we're going west, young man. We are. Um, literally. Um, yeah, 
take a left. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We uh, this came together yesterday um, very quickly, <laughs> and uh, we we were planning on doing the pods or pods forever um, pod <laughs> for a long time, and we were going to record at my house uh, tonight, which is Thursday. Maundy Thursday, yeah. celebrating Holy Week uh, with Michael, as the Lord intended. And I was like, oh, he's playing a show literally the same night at a venue that's not far from my house. Um, and we should try to go. So we emailed his manager and his press team, told him about the pod. Yeah, we were just sort of like, we're like, what's, we have no, it's a, doesn't matter like we're not gonna lose something just by right. trying might as well just like be like hey can we get press credentials to interview michael yeah and you can yeah so then they knew about the pod obviously big fans uh big, big nxpx heads <laughs> over at michael w smith industries that's right or whatever mws what was it called mws uh i don't know incorporated <laughs> um like right up here and not only did we hear back very quickly, like but 15, minutes, 15 minutes, but they were like, yeah, you can totally, here's tickets, here's uh, uh, passes for a meet and greet and a Q&A. Uh, so we're going to meet our buddy Michael very, very shortly here. Um, so I feel like we need to pause there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, truly one of the most wild and unexpected yes. things to happen. Because yeah. we sent this email, I sent this email, you're like, you just like left this in my hands. And you're like, well, if you want to, you're like, you're like, I'll leave this up to you however you want to word it. And I'm like, all right, I'll uh, craft this email. And it was, it was literally like 15 minutes. Yeah, I was like <laughs> at a coffee shop, like post haircut. And I sent this email and I was still there after and uh no it was it was oh no what it was it was uh i was in the coffee shop getting ready to go get a haircut and then i think i got it like while i was getting a haircut and i was just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> they're like and it it was it was a uh this sort of thing just doesn't happen to me <laughs> i don't think it probably happens to you either just sort of like this right. like oh you because this season has been sort of the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, where where things things like that just have not been, you know, obviously it's been quarantine and COVID and we live in different states and everything, but like that kind of thing where the unexpected and uh just the you know, it's also like where the our, you know, rapper praying hands Neil <laughs> is uh has come into play multiple times um mm -hmm. that was another one of my favorite memories of that night too yeah if, if if folks want to hear how it all played out we we certainly dissect what happened but did we meet michael w smith and his boys yes we did uh <laughs> did we attend the pre-concert q a uh on the floor of the show we did was it strange yes was it a um, bummer yes <laughs> yes we were right right next to the stage uh next to this catwalk that comes out as we discussed michael tate came out and did some gestures at us and, and uh, like some winks and some pointing and everything yeah. 
Uh, and then we left during the sort of closing worship set to sort of dissect everything we saw at a bar across the street. So yeah, what a fun uh, night. I think we both say in the episode, like we, we, we genuinely enjoyed their sets, even if there was like uh, a lot of strange cultural baggage happening with it, but it was like, it was a fun experience. I, it, what, what the kind of the wild thing to me, which is not what I was expecting was how much I enjoyed the newsboys. Yeah. I think that was sort of the takeaway for me. It was like, we went for Smitty and I left being like that newsboys performance was actually the, the, it was Newsboys United, we should say. Right. Yes. It was the, the old and the new coming together. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the performances were great, but I think the, the, the whatever, the stage lighting and the, the visuals and all that, I thought was executed really well. Yeah. We didn't get to see the drummer spinning around in his thing, which he did during the worship set. At that point, we felt we'd kind of had enough. Um, but yeah, yeah I, think once, I think once uh, Smitty did his his dedication to uh, <laughs> Billy Graham and George H.W. Bush uh, yeah, we for Friends like, are Friends Forever, we are both like, and uh, good night. <laughs> this might be That's kind our cue. of it's kind of our cue showing family vacation photos with like George H.W. Bush. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know exactly what's going on right now. I mean, I understand that they've like, they were, he was like close with the Bush family for, for many, many years. It just felt like, yeah, I just felt completely out of place. I'm not trying to say anything about or dismiss or diminish his relationship with, with George H.W. Bush or Billy Graham or whatever. I understand but it just felt like I'm not in this world. It And I felt, yeah. I just, at that moment, I felt like, oh, oh, I don't belong here. Yeah. This is not, this is not for me. And so right. I think I just, at that moment, I think I just sort of emotionally was like taken out of the moment. And I'm like, I think this might be our cue. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a bizarre experience in many ways, but uh, you know, we met members of uh, DC Talk and the Newsboys and Michael W. Smith in one evening, and uh, how can you say no to that? So <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll at least closing things up for my clips. Uh, multiple people also suggested Little Marky has truly made an impression on them and their hearts forever. So I thought <laughs> I'd go back to the first instance of us discussing Little Marky this season. An abortion song again. <laughs> again. Uh, we, I think this is our, is this our third time opening up the box? It's number three. Yep. On this topic. On this topic. Uh, if you count Lil Marky, you know, he's an honorary fourth, this which I really is, feel like this is indebted to. <laughs> this is a little, a little Marky song. Mommy, don't go. <laughs> don't kill me. Mommy, don't go. Um, My life is over now. <laughs> and it hasn't yet begun. Oh, so awful. Um, I'm a permanent absentee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awful. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess we had talked about Lil Marky, but that was us uh, riffing on some value pack with, with Lil Marky <laughs> later in that episode. Oh, man. Yeah. So. Um... My, you know, we can't, 
we can't talk about Magpod uh, without talking about bursting it. Without bursting it, bro. Hell yeah. And one of my one of my favorite bursting moments, and you know, throughout <laughs> my life, I've had many. I've had many bursting moments. <laughs> but one of my this is a terrible transition. And I apologize. <laughs> but one of my favorite especially going from that joke. Uh, but one of my favorite bursting moments is with your wife, Jenny. All right, all right. This podcast <laughs> is over. 100 episodes and done. I'm sorry, John. Okay. I'm sorry. It was <laughs> it was right there. So yeah. we had Jenny on uh, our... <laughs> was like, well, we were wrapping... We were wrapping up uh, we MXPX. Were, we were losing any sort of MXPX-related content at this yeah, point. Yeah, we were next to... We were like down to nothing. Um, but so we were talking, this is our, from our fixer upper, fixer upper episode. And we had Jenny on because she loves fixer upper and she wanted to talk shiplap. And this is the uh, one that uh, the Herreras were on. To be yes. This, yes. Yeah. So yeah, Mike. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so here's Jenny, uh, who was previously on our, uh, our wine episode. Uh, Jenny, why don't you, uh, should I partake? Partake. I, I would just like to mention that last time I got to taste wine, and this time I'm tasting Starburst candy. How how far we've fallen? So, yeah. upgrade, downgrade, you decide. Well, All right, so I'm going to start with the red, and then I'm going to have a glass of water. Yeah, then you need to cleanse your palate. Mm-hmm. So right. the notes you hear as you yes sugar, sugar. sweetness sugar. yes. Um, I should note that this is from the starburst fave reds pack because let's be real don't need anything else but included in this is uh not just strawberry and cherry but evidently watermelon and fruit punch so let me just make why don't you make sure that's why i was looking at that other pink the pink one is watermelon or is or or which or uh strawberry strawberry okay so yeah that's right So we're good. So one of these other pink ones is a watermelon. Uh, that is fascinating. Okay. I never knew that the red was called cherry. Yeah, I think I didn't either until we. And started I doing never this. knew that the pink was strawberry. Strawberry. I feel like they like are making that up to try to make it seem like they're healthier and they're not just filled with like red dye. <laughs> Maybe it was just called pink and red when we were kids or something. Because pink is not really strawberry. Could... Pink is red. I mean, strawberries are red. Pink is red, guys. Think about it. What? <laughs> bro, bro, if you really stop and think about it. <laughs> if you think about it, bro, isn't, isn't pink really all, red? We're just kind of all pink and we're red kind of anyway, all, bro. Red on the inside, bro. Yeah. In, initial thoughts. Yeah. I like the red. Yeah. Or the st- cherry. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. It's one of the two best. <laughs> Some say the best. Some it's might kind say. of giving me notes of like a cough medicine, though. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting note. A little bit. Okay. okay. Moving on. Moving on. The palate has been cleansed. The chew I'm is fully it on submerged. The other side of my mouth too. Oh, that's good. Good trick. Man, yeah, that's this, this is very science. a pro. It's very scientific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need, yeah, need the um, chew right into the mic. That's what we like to do. <laughs> no, that's what that's what John likes to. Yeah, I like. That. Gives a little texture. I, I typically lean back. No, I, I lean in. <laughs> John leans in. 
feel like the pink, at first, I liked it more than the red. Mm. The mm. more I chew on it, it has this weird aftertaste. Mm. Interesting. So you're saying Red Riders for life? Well. Mount up? <laughs> I like that the pink is not as sweet. Sure. So it's, I'm going to have more... to go with the pink. Wow. Oh, yes. Another another oh, for the... This is... So she has to... Uh, I don't spouse pod. <laughs> she's dismounting and uh, from the Red Rider crew. Don't do a, like, boom, boom, boom. What are you going to do right now? <laughs> That's a good like, idea. Reject me on the... <laughs> no, as we always do our ceremonial <laughs> projection <laughs> air horns. I don't even think I have that app anymore. Oh, that's, a, that's the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> There we go. That was way too much effort. For yeah, that we might have to cut out some of that. <laughs> I was, I was wondering if you were uh, here. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll clip this together. And I did um, not clip it together. Better. I just love strawberries a lot more than I love cherries. I do too, but I don't know. I love red more than I love pink. So, it's almost strawberry season, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> this is what I thought you were looking for. <laughs> is that is, what one is the price that? is right price is right I saw an ad last night for, um, I saw an ad for your show press your luck press your luck the new version there's a new one coming out this summer that was like Jenny's jam growing up press your luck okay so we'll, we'll end it there but um, there was there's this segment was so rich with so many things. So are you hearing any of this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I keep turning that into the mic. I didn't hear it. That was the first one I heard. All right. I love so this was when we started in earnest doing this episode is when we started doing yeah. the air horns on a regular basis. <laughs> oh man. And the rest and, is history. But that you you accidentally did the Wilhelm scream <laughs> is, is, is my is my favorite and um that that Jenny that, that you're like Red Riders mount up and, you're, and then you were like so disappointed that she that she was a pink girl yeah you just wanted to play that because uh, you wanted my spouse betraying me <laughs> on the pod which all I have to say about that is, uh, if you're that one either. <laughs> well, or if you if you want, you know, this is the the we'll do the the betrayal yeah. air horn. We'll do the betrayal that. air horns. Um, I will say I uh, got my car service the other night, and uh, sitting at the dealership, I watched the new Press Your Luck. Ooh. Um, and in my head, I was like, this just came out. This is new. But we recorded this episode uh, two years ago. So it's not new anymore. Um, and that's yeah. press your luck. Um, what better way to end our 100th episode <laughs> than by <laughs> rambling about game shows and sounds on our phones that we still uh, enjoy doing uh, years later? Um, is that it for clips? Uh, I mean, that's all That's all I put that uh, all that I had in addition it seemed to pretty representative I feel like um, it, it felt pretty representative I mean good I feel like if you guys you know we'll probably need to we'll 
maybe post some clips throughout this week uh, sure. from these episodes. But uh, if you want to know which episodes we're, we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't gone back through some of the archives of these, of these episodes, uh, I think you should, uh, I think you should. Um, yep. I think it is also encouraged me to go back and re-listen to some Arthur. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's all you. <laughs> uh, oh, but also, also, man, got to get back on that tumble down train choo-choo because Oof, yeah, those, that first tumble down record, yeah. man. I never got off that train. That's still that's still pulling on the station regularly in my house. Um, just board, one of bro. the one thousand plus songs we've discussed here on Magnified Pod. That is true. That is true. Um, and more to come. Yeah, man. Uh, I had a ton of fun going through episodes, finding these clips we will talked about. I had a fun time listening through them, and I say this pretty much every time we have some sort of momentous podcast occasion, but. We've had so much fun together, man. I, yes. I love doing this thing with you and just hearing all the silly and uh, meaningful and ridiculous things we've done over these years has been a reminder of like what a joy this has been. So thank you for making me commit to something that I don't have the time to do. <laughs> it is. It This has truly been uh, one of, I don't, and I, and I don't mean to, make this sound I'm not trying to be not exaggerating in any way but this has probably been one of the most important things that I've done in yeah. my life it feels mm -hmm. it feels like it's beyond just you know bullshitting about bands from 25 years ago right. it it feels like it has been us solidifying our our friendship. It has been us creating a community together. Uh, it's been making friends. It's been having important discussions and conversations and growing. And uh, it, it feels it feels bigger than the it, the sum of its parts. It just it's become something bigger when you put it all together, and yep. it just makes me. Just fills me with lots of gratitude. Totally. I mean, getting to meet some of the folks that we've had, that we have, and hearing from them on this very episode is cool enough that like these artists that we looked up to talking about, you know, congratulating us, whatever. But hearing from the community and the folks who are now our friends talking about how meaningful it's been for them is truly the most meaningful part of this tonight. And yep. we really appreciate all you guys, we appreciate you calling in, writing in, uh, making songs. Um, and even if you didn't do any of those things, always listening and being part of the community. So thanks, Magpod Nash. Uh, the future is bright. We got Banana Man coming up. Things are great. Um, well, in the meantime, let us know what you think of these 100 episodes and our 100th episode spectacular at Magnified Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter subscribe i heard it's called following now following on apple podcast but i don't want to change subscribe to the pod if you haven't already and give us a rating or review we will read your review on the pod we haven't gotten any of those recently so come on folks mm. i want to mm -hmm. read some some silly reviews email us at magnifiedpod at gmail.com you can leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763-8727-magpod 
support us at the Patreon, patreon.com slash magnifiedpod for fun bonus content, Discord, early episodes, all that stuff over there. And you can pick up some merch at magnifiedpod.storeenvy.com. Thanks to Shadow Producer Jason at Unoriginal Vinyl, and thanks to Heavy Ordnance Studios for our artwork. Well, our time in the penalty box is over for this 100 episodes. We'll be back out on the ice next week when we'll discuss Goaty Hook's Banana Man. Yes. So good. So fucking rad. I am a prophet. Elisha is my name. Will you think I'd have it all? But there's one thing that brings me shame. Please don't call me names Cause I've done wonders But I still don't quite fit in And the only thing that's He's got, this is like I feel like this could be a yellow second song I got the exact same vibe Even his voice feels a little Scott Yeah, right? But those like, the, yeah, the chord progressions, like ding, 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 that feels very yeah. Scott-ish. Um, yes. Boy, this song just fucking rules. This guy so nailed good. it. He crushed oh, it. I'm, I'm so up, fucking Brandon. impressed. Yeah. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.